Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, breaking down a Lost Ark update. There's Lost Ark gameplay news in a nice trailer that they put out. I want to do a breakdown for you. There's a lot in that trailer. I'm going to have it running next to me right here at the beginning of the stream. If you like these types of gaming news coverage topics, MMOs like Lost Ark and others, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss these streams. I will do a redirect as well and bring people over and right here at the beginning of the stream I try to give you like the small bit morsel of the info and then we discuss it for about three hours after this is an SNTR update a new trailer entitled Lost Art Gameplay Introduction Welcome to Arkesia has hit and it breaks down into some really really good sections to give you a great overview and breakdown of what the game will have and there was something in it that I didn't expect and didn't realize if you like these quick updates hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my uploads or check out SNTR Gaming where I'm probably streaming right now so it breaks down into classes abilities exploration, sailing, strongholds, dungeons and raids, PvP, and free-to-play. So I'm going to kind of walk through each of those sections for this video. It opens up, it kind of shows you some customization and some combat, but it quickly gets into one of the things about the game that is very appealing to lots of people is that there are five classes. Warrior, Assassin, Mage, Gunner, and Martial Artist. In my experience with the beta, I checked out the Gunner. I was the, uh, the, the one that did like the really, really big destruction stuff there was the guy that was like flipping around and doing all this stuff with like three different guns I didn't really really like that so I like the guy that kind of had the big giant gun uh, and I forget his name now <laughs> but I but I really really enjoyed playing as the gunner but there are tons of different classes to play as given the next thing that they do they show off the abilities and they don't just show off some of the abilities they show you how to fine-tune your abilities and this is where a lot of the build diversity in the game can start to shine they show you how each individual individual ability on your character has a litany of combinations within them and when they show you this the the damage from the attack shows as like a really really big single attack one that is more widespread that might give you some crowd control and then there's the one attack that is a little bit more delayed or does dot damage damage over time it does like an explosion after the effect so what it does is it gives you the ability to kind of figure out which you want to do uh, which e- with each individual ability the next thing they show is exploration they show you there's a lot of biome and world variety and there's a sort of this vast mysterious and very dark world which obviously you're going to want to venture out into and this is when things take a bit of a turn into an area that I did not get to experience in the beta but it does add to that longevity and investment you can see it right now in the trailer right before dungeons and raids they had sail the seas and then they had stronghold this was something that I wasn't aware of was in the game I knew there was gathering I knew there was crafting I knew there was materials and things but I didn't realize there would be this sense of investment and sort of like digging down in and building You can customize your ship and what it looks like. It's another form of travel and exploration, and it allows you to build on an island, and you build your stronghold, and the stronghold itself is going to lead you to doing, you know, crafting, gathering, building. New World fans will notice the gathering. They're, you know, chopping down trees and hitting rocks, and that element of the game will certainly be there for those who would like to dive into it, which again gives you that sense of longevity and investment. Good for any MMO, as the housing in New World gave people something to do in the endgame, 
if they didn't really feel like running the expeditions and the loot farms. Then they show the dungeons and the raids, which this should be no surprise to anybody playing a game like this. It's you know, big, intense boss fights, very, very challenging environments, a little bit more intense with, you know, we know comes with all of the loot. And this is where Lost Art gameplay tends to change for lots of people. I was enjoying the very approachable, uh, very enjoyable content loop, a lot of questing in the early game, but the raids and the dungeons tend to get pretty challenging and difficult from what I have been told. Lastly, the two main things to take away is that if you're into PvP, they have PvP options. If you want to face off player versus player, they show that combat and what that looks like for players who enjoy to go head-to-head with other players in the world. And lastly, most importantly, free to play. Now that draws a lot of concern and worry considering this game was very popular in the Korean market before coming over to the West. What does that mean for pay to win? Elements of microtransactions that are a little bit more popular outside of the West, especially in the Asian markets, tend to not do as well over here. We've been told that the game has been westernized with respect to some of those things and it remains to be seen just how much of a role those things will take and we will cover that as that reveals itself. As always, if you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button and then check out SNTR Gaming if you want to check out my live streams and as always, I'll see you in the next video. So that's it. That's your quick flyover of everything that they are now promoting in this game. Many of these things you probably already realized uh, were, were there, and uh, we we definitely appreciate the engagement with our Lost Ark coverage. We are very excited about this game. I, for one, uh, am, am, am anxious to dive in and enjoy it again. I really enjoyed playing uh, in the first, the the last beta, I'm sorry, we, 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 we ran through that quite a bit. I think we did almost five different play sessions uh, in that game before we kind of felt like the wheels fell off of the beta but the interest was very very good and we and we really really enjoyed uh, that aspect of it and one of the things about the beta that surprised me is I thought I was going to have to work really really hard to enjoy it I thought I was going to have to like put in the effort uh, to enjoy myself and uh, it was actually a lot easier to enjoy the game than I thought. I found the content loop to be very, very enjoyable. Uh, the combat is extremely satisfying. Uh, I bound a lot of the buttons to buttons on my mouse so that way I could just kind of move through the world and not have to play like piano on my keyboard. Uh, that element I thought was very, very uh, enjoyable. If you've not enjoyed any of the Lost Art gameplay before, you could look up videos. I think it's hard uh, watching the videos. You might think this is just going to be like Diablo and that would be a mistake it's not quite as simplistic as Diablo now there are fans of Diablo that are accustomed to doing mouse and keyboard with lots of keybinds uh, and they really enjoyed uh, Lost Ark uh, very much but there also were plenty of people that tried it out that thought it was way too complex for them I would I would caution you to stay away from uh, the one there was a there was a gunner uh, class that uh, was was pretty tough to get into because he had like three different guns and it led to uh, an element of depth and diversity that I thought was very very challenging uh, which made it tough I thought I thought it made it tough for uh, me to get into but when I switched to the other one which was the um, what was the one that I ended up um, liking artillerist thank you silent warrior the artillerist I couldn't I wanted to say the militarist and I'm like I know that's not right I know it's not militarist um, so 
I'm actually curious how many options I can only do four options on the poll so we can't do all of the classes um, I was gonna ask like which class would you uh, would you pick because there is uh, the the warrior uh, the assassin the mage the gunner and the martial artist um, so it's I can't unfortunately I can't fit all of them in the class well in, in, in a poll we'll have to think of a different poll well let's just do this let's just do this Lost Ark release date. Uh, do uh, do you think it will be a surprise earlier release? Um, do you think it will be released earlier? Let's let's phrase this differently. Do you think it will be released earlier than Feb eleventh as a surprise? Uh, let's just do do you think it will just will it be will it release earlier let's make the poll like really easy to read lost arc release date will it release earlier than Feb 11th as a surprise yes or no because there are people saying based off of a couple of tweets they think that's what's going to happen so we're actually going to have a poll this time um, there was a tweet where they said launch arc and it made everybody think that they were like teasing an earlier release date or something of that nature. Keep in mind, it was originally, <clears throat> excuse me, it was originally going to be released in March, and they have since um, backed that up already. Um, that was already uh, something that they did. They already did an earlier release date. It was supposed to be like end of March. Um, could do the poll on that if there are are there overarching classes like melee shooters healers no there's five so in each of the five it gets different so Eugene as an example the gunner here I'll just I'll just read it to you lost arc uh, gunner class so there is warrior assassin mage gunner and martial artist now if you pick the gunner within the gunner the gunner has four to choose from gunslinger, artillerist, deadeye, and sharpshooter. So even within the the gunner, you would pick between four. So it's like it gets kind of crazy because there's the five and then each of the five have everything splits again. So like here's an example, right? Let me make myself a little bit smaller here. So here's a good example. If you pick the gunner, there's gunslinger, which is range. These are all range. But there's gunslinger, artillerist, deadeye, and sharpshooter. Now, I picked artillerist, and so when you pick the artillerist, you have attacks that are more big, more bombastic. Uh, You got, like, missile barrage. You got, like, buckshot, flamethrower, gatling gun, napalm. I remember loving the gatling gun and the flamethrower. They were really, really enjoyable. But... If you decide to go with Gunslinger, Gunslinger is the one, I think, where I got... Was that the one that I got confused on? Which was the one that had tons of different guns? Sharpshooter or Deadeye? Was it Deadeye? Yeah, I think it's Deadeye that has, like, three different guns. With their flexible, triple-wielding playstyle and brash attitude, you might mistakenly suppose that this rough-and-tumble rogue... 
uh, has a death wish. They do, don't worry. It's just for their opponents. Yeah, handgun, shotgun, rifle. So the dead eye was really hard. To It was really inaccessible because there were three guns that you were switching through. So instead of having like different abilities, you would switch your gun and then each gun had its own abilities. It was super, super complex. Uh, so dead eye is really, really tough to play as. I really enjoyed playing as the art- artillerist. Um... I remember thinking Gunslinger looked good too, if I remember correctly, Um, but I went with Artillerist. So there is a lot of depth in this game, given that like you can choose between the classes, and then even once you choose between the classes, um, I mean, I guess let's just look at it. So if you choose Warrior, so not all of them have that many. So the gunner and the martial artist have four, the mage has two, assassin has two, and the warrior has three. Now they can obviously add to these later, right? The founders get early access on 8th. People are saying they're going to release it even earlier than that then, so that's what I'm asking you guys about in the poll, like even earlier than the 8th. So if it's a, it's a new stream, guys, remember we redirect it over, so smash the like button, switch to live chat. If you're new and you've never been here before, we cover a lot of different games, and Lost Ark is going to be one of those games that we cover. Um, that Gunslinger does look really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, anytime there's a female on screen in this game, they uh, they make them look real, real fine. That's part of the game's appeal. Uh, it is very, uh, it is very much the the uh, the 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 waifu inf- infused game. So the warrior has Berserker, Paladin, and Gunlancer. Um, I think I know. I think people really like the Gunlancer, if I remember right. I think he's one of the popular uh, choices uh, in the game. And then obviously Paladin, a warrior of light, and then the Berserker. Now we had a beta playthrough. We went through each individual of these and looked at all the gameplay and everything. And uh, that was really enjoyable. The martial artist uh, has a striker, um, a war dancer, a war dancer looking pretty good. Uh, Scrapper. Uh-uh. Scrapper attacks. Looks like they use gather energy into your gauntlets and thrust forward. The ground cracks, dispersing an energy wave, knocking foes back. The damage of the wave decreases with the distance it travels. So good, some good crowd control there uh, for the Scrapper. And then the Soul Fist. The art style of the game is something that I really enjoy. I know they get a little, you know, they get a little Victoria's Secret model, but that's something that people like in these games. The bard, uh, you can be uh, a mage, be a bard, or you can be a sorceress. Um, and then there's there's obviously that 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 element of the game I think lots of people like is that you can really really change uh, your entire experience. Uh, assassin, sh- uh, the shadow hunter. I think I remember being very, very close to picking Shadowhunter or Deathblade. I got, I think I got really close to picking one of these as well. It was really, really tough. Are the classes gender-locked? Some of the classes are gender-locked. I don't know all of the ones that are. Um, it doesn't seem to say if they are or not. I thought they were... Uh, no, they are. Every single subclass is gender-locked, I believe. So if you pick... If you pick warrior, I think it's always a dude. If you pick mage, I think it's always a, uh, a chick. 
Uh, same with Assassin. Gunner's a mixed bag. Three guys and a girl, I believe. I think that's how it works. I think. I could be wrong. But I'm fairly certain once you pick a subclass, that's it. That's your that's your gender. Martial artist is is three uh, three chicks and a guy. Uh, and then, yeah, warrior's always guy. So... That's something that people have taken an issue with. Like, why wouldn't you just let us, you know, change change gender of the, of the character before playing, you know? So are the devs basing the art styles on the context of the game now? So what if bikinis fit with what they want? Bikinis is what we get. Well, the armor that you wear is... It's, it's very much something that, like, it's up to you. So you can certainly go decorative, like with with the female characters. I mean that that is obviously like fully armored Assassin's Creed looking, just dope. But so that's Deathblade Assassin. I guarantee you. I guarantee you there are pictures of uh, Lost Ark Deathblade armor. I guarantee you there's armor that is like, again, it's it's going to be. Like they're ready for the for Victoria's Secret runway. I mean, that is a thing in the game. You can make yourself look however you want to, within a certain to a certain degree. Um, they've not removed all that. Oh, they are removing the gender locks. From the earliest days of Lost Ark's announcements in the West, we heard players' feedback about gender lock classes loud and clear. While not every class in the game currently has a male and female counterpart available, we wanted to be sure to include those to do that early on. In the future, Smilegate RPG will be creating more counterparts for classes uh, that, that are still gender locked, and we will bring these to Arkesia in time. So they're not... It doesn't sound like they're removing gender locks. They're just bringing more characters to give you options. Um... Uh, I'm trying to see like if there I'm trying to find armor examples uh, for the for the character that we were just looking at and it's tough because I don't know what to search for um I thought they were being forced to provide it with women with women with non-traditional female features right well not when you bring not when you bring a game uh, from the west to the east that uh, I'm sorry from the east to the west that changes that that element quite a bit <coughs> it's an ongoing process but they are ungender locking really okay Yeah, the block of text that I read doesn't sound like that's happening. It it sounds like they're it sounds to me like they are adding other options so that if you want to be a gunner, um I don't know. Um Only watch Euphoria uh Oh, oh, oh. Yo, what's good, Mo? How are you? I don't want to dress up a dude character, right? No one wants to see not sexy women in the game chat. Relax. Uh, <laughs> we see that every day enough. That's the thing, though. A lot of people think that they're like trying to westernize the game and they're going to get rid of all like the waifu like sexy outfits. They're not. All that's still in the game. The only thing they changed was some of the default armor so that it was a little less... Um, like I call it, like Victoria's Secret runway. Like they look like... You know, the, the Victoria's Secret Angels. And, you know, if you want your character to look like that, that's completely your prerogative. 
Um, but they are changing some of the default armor to get away from some of that. Um, to, to Not that they're removing it, it's just your default armor will be a little bit more um, clothing-centric than, than traditionally. Uh, I'm going to their homepage to see if there's... Uh, if they've got like a media... They have a media page or something with... Uh, let's see. Game. Yeah, media. Let's see if we can show you guys kind of what, what I mean. Media, they seem to only have uh, trailers. Oh, here we go. Here's pictures. Nope. See less. No. They don't seem to... Uh, they don't seem to focus on it much on the on the website, which is interesting. Um, so the story... A Saga of Light, The Story of Lost Ark, The Dawning Age, Rule of Darkness, Eon of War, Epoch of Exploration, and Age of Innovation. So they give you the whole story rundown right on the website if you're interested in The Story of Lost Ark. So, The Dawning Age, the god Regulus brings order and light to balance the darkness uh, of chaos and creates worlds to embody each, Arkesia and Petrania. The Order of the Light is empowered by the Ark, Split seven ways for seven gods and spread across Arkesia. And when the two worlds nearly destroy each other by way of galactic rift connecting them, the guardians are created to restore peace. While Arkesia prospers with the power of the Ark, Petrania, uh, like Petra, Petrania embraces chaos until Kazaros, Lord of the Abyss, emerges to establish a dark order. He creates the Red Moon to imitate the sun kills off most of the other demons and forms an army of demon legions the prophecy of another rift is nigh <clears throat> eon of war in the absence of gods the sacrian order seeks to collective power of all seven pieces of the ark this triggers a world war that awakens the guardians the guardians restore peace and punish the order and their allies but not before a dimensional rift opens up Kazaros invades Arkesia through the rift and establishes a reign of chaos. Finally, the Ark is used to close the rift and imprison Kazaros behind a volcano. The seven pieces of the Ark are spread across the seven continents again as peace returns to a battered world. In the wake that left Kazaros' catastrophic invasion, the world rebuilds with new factions, nations led by the glorious war hero Lutera. The split arc leaves behind a scarce and powerful mineral, Archesium, quickly hoarded and used for weaponry, but mostly peace reigns for nearly 500 years. Age of Innovation. The current peace in Archesia is threatened by the ancient and long-forgotten evil of chaos. The volcano imprisoning the most dangerous enemy this world has ever known, Kazros, is about to erupt. Begin your adventure in a world on the brink of war. That's actually a pretty cool backstory that, like, they they were fighting and in fighting created a rift, showed up to Arkesia, did a bunch of crazy stuff. They seal the rift, put him underneath a volcano, and he's about to come back out. Um, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. It was supposed... The game was supposed to come out in March, so the fact that they revealed at the Game Awards that it would be releasing earlier than that in mid-February, I think is pretty cool. And again, the question at the top of the poll, at the top of the chat, the poll question is asking the question, do you think it's going to launch even earlier than that? There's been theories and rumors uh, that it's going to come out uh, earlier than that. Um, So, 
I wish the game was third person MMO. I know, right? Like, it would be pretty cool if you could get down on the ground. I think the combat would be really enjoyable, but so much of the combat, you need to be able to, like, put stuff in the air and have it fall on their heads. If you're if you're tuning in for Lost Ark Gameplay News, we did a breakdown of their latest trailer where they outlined all the various elements of gameplay that you'll be able to do, from the classes to the combat, exploration, sailing, building strongholds on islands. Uh, it looks really, really promising as a, as a, as a long-term game. Um, Johnson I looked over your treatment can you make it uh, weirder (laughs) Uh, I gotta ask but do you switch your posters out every day or what definitely dope to see uh, different art form of the games that you love yeah I switch them every day usually what I do is um, on Friday I put up Elden Ring and Dark Souls because Friday is from Friday and so today I just put up I just put up two that I thought were kind of thematically connected um, Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War and then tomorrow I'll swap out one so I'll swap out this one tomorrow. And then the day after that, I'll swap out this one. And then this one. So each one's usually up for uh, two days. Before, before it comes down. If you're new and you haven't hit subscribe yet, be sure to hit subscribe. That way you can talk in the chat. Take the poll at the top of the chat. Let us know if you think it's going to launch any earlier. Uh, if you have any questions about the game or you're interested or you've played it a bunch or uh, you're a long-standing fan. I'm a safer-work broadcaster, so you can subscribe in confidence. I'm here all throughout the week uh, doing talk shows like this, breaking down games and breaking down um, breaking down stories about them and, and everything that goes along with that. Being a safer work broadcaster, you can subscribe in confidence. A lot of people throw me on in the background like video game radio and uh, they don't have to worry about what I'm going to say. Um, um, there's a lot of people irritated about what's going on and I we just can't talk about it so it's so off topic uh dope definitely gonna have to check out the site and order some yeah I just put in an order for some more we did pretty well in November uh and uh we did pretty well in November and December um with total sales make sure if you're ever gonna order a display use my link in the description below or the link in chat when you use the display command it should automatically assign a discount when it hits your uh your cart yeah, if I'm playing Sekiro, you might hear some swearing. <laughs> uh, unless you work with geese. That's right. That's right. Double Sony games, shill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got. I did double Sony games today. It took a long time before anybody said anything about it. That's for sure. I might start doing them more thematically because I have the Spider-Man and the Hulk that pair together. And then I've got these two that pair together. Um, I could probably do uh, ooh, Hellblade 2 with Master Chief, I guess. Um... And then I have like a Zelda one. I could pair that with, I guess, the uh, the Ghost of Tsushima one. Um, I think it's crazy. Victoria's Secret model characters is a selling point for games like Lost Ark. You, I don't think you can underestimate how having really, really good-looking characters is is a selling point. You know, look up Lost Ark wallpapers. I mean, I I've never understood it. Right? I've never understood it. I understand looking at that kind of content, but I've never understood when it's a cartoon, if that makes sense. Right? That everybody's different, right? So I, I don't want to yuck somebody's yum, you know? I, everybody's everybody's got, you know, different strokes for different folks. Um different strokes for different folks. So the fact that people are, you know, really into the whole like waifu thing and 
there's waifu simulators and there's games like this where you know grown men are choosing to play as very you know voluptuous and beautiful women wearing lingerie to go fight demons I, it doesn't make any sense to me but that doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense right everybody's got their own way of experiencing art and things that they think are cool or attractive or enjoyable I have always been like I want my character to look super super dope and have tons of armor and look like a freaking like killing machine and other people are like yeah that's fall that's all well and good but you know my character is wearing lingerie and she's got you know really cute hair and <laughs> okay you know <clears throat> that's that's fine you know it just isn't this just isn't for me you know <laughs> uh even uh, then, it sounds like people freak out if it sounds like Lost Ark will move away from it. Oh yeah, people were very worried when they when they started to see differences in the armor. They were like, "Wait a minute, are you are you trying to um, you are you trying to uh, what would be the word? Um, are you trying to like modest, you know, modestify our game? You're making all the women characters more modest and covering them up, right? That's not what's happening." Um, that isn't what's happening. What's happening is the default armor sets are being adjusted and tweaked. That's it. That's all they're doing. I think in general, people need to remember that cultures are different, and when they're different, you're you're going to just have different receptibility to certain ideas and topics and things like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Westerners being a little bit more uh, on the... I wouldn't even say prudish. It's just that we're less accepting of that sort of thing. We don't. I don't think anybody would say that it's wrong. Like, oh, it's wrong to have characters like that. But it's just, it's one of those things where we're just we're at a different stage in in that in that conversation, right? I played Bright Memory the other day. I laughed at this skin. <laughs> She's literally in a bikini. She's ready to go. She's absolutely ready to go. Um, they did that in that movie. Uh, no, that no, 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 no. Alice in Borderland. They did that. Like everybody had to wear bikinis so nobody could hide weapons. Um, at the island or whatever the place was called that they found. Um, I feel sorry for any guy who played as a guy in Cyberpunk. I had a great time in the character creator. Didn't somebody say that the the female voice actor was better in Cyberpunk as well? I'd say prudish. I, yeah, I don't even know if it's prudish because like. It's not, it's different, okay? So, prudish is having a, having or revealing a tendency to be easily shocked by matters of, uh, like, uh, nudity or sex or something like that. I don't think we're prudish. I don't think that's what's happening. And it's not puritanical. That's not it either. I think the West is, the, the, the citizens of the West are having an identity crisis, and we don't actually know which way is up. So there's competing conversations going on right now. There are literally like like infighting amongst groups about what's the most important thing. Because you've got all kind of things happening right now and nobody knows who's right, right? Because no one's appealing to authority or truth. Everyone's appealing to their their anger and their emotion. So, in the world of gaming, what's happening is there has been a push for, like, less objectification 
of of female characters and in that push there are competing voices there are voices that are saying it's wrong there are voices that are saying it's not wrong it's just way too it's just way too common like it's okay to have a female character wearing more clothes you know than dental floss it's okay to have female characters that aren't purely decorative then there are people that are like oh be quiet stop being a prude we like our women to look sexy right there's different voices in the debate okay now how do you determine which voice is right well no one can really determine which voice is right what tends to happen especially in the west as of late whoever being um whoever yells the loudest tends to be the one that wins the discussion and there is a very very strong perception right now in the west that if you bring your video game to the west and the women are prancing around in lingerie that's going to be um disliked to a certain degree it's also going to be liked to a certain degree there are plenty of dudes out there that buy these games in large quantities there's also women who buy them in large quantities we can't act as if this is a guy only thing i've even recently seen women say publicly hey i like when our character looks really sexy i find it empowering and then there are other women who don't so there's disagreement there as well So that perception of the West is causing, I think, a game like Lost Ark to come over and say, let's just tone it down a bit. We're not removing it. We're not modifying it. We're just toning it down a little bit because we'd like it to be received well and celebrated and not seen as like just another cliche, like like Asian game where all the women are running around in bikinis and bouncing around like that is definitely a trope and a stereotype in some Asian games is that the women are made to look very uh, youthful young and buxom and they're wearing very small amounts of clothing that is a trope uh, and a stereotype in some of those games and it certainly is something that exists in Lost Ark. I don't think it's done to the degree in Lost Ark that makes the game difficult to play, but there are games like I would have a difficult time playing and taking it seriously when like every character is bouncing around on the screen and trying to like gyrate, you know, me into like being titillated or excited or whatever. So there that no one is winning this debate because no one actually knows which way is up no one knows what trajectory we're on like are we empowering women to take ownership of their bodies so that they can be objectified with the dawn and the rise of only fans and fan house and family like is that okay well if that's okay then what difference does it make i thought amaranth was so good in this there's a really good documentary uh, about her on vice and she said i don't understand she's like there's this insane trend in video games for women to prance around and be you know have hardly any clothes on there are you know strippers in grand theft auto there are sex scenes in games she's like and that's totally fine for for a bunch of dudes to play those games and gawk at those women she's like but i want to prance around in a bikini and suddenly i'm a problem she's like we're, we're okay with it being in games She's like, but the minute it's a real woman, it's a problem. And I actually thought what she said was insightful. I think she's a lot smarter than everybody gives her credit for. Um, and I, I and I, I tend to worry about her and her work-life balance after watching that documentary. It's like you need to take care of yourself, that you know, your mental health and your physical health. But you know, her logic was, I'm only going to be this age now and have this energy now, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna you know push the gas pedal down. So you know, more power to her. I hope she. Um, takes the foot off the gas, you know, at the right time. In any case, 
I thought her insight was pretty smart. It was like, I don't understand what the problem is. Are we empowering women to recapture their, like, their claim of, like, if I want to be, like, objectified or whatever, I'm allowed to do it. It, it, it. it seems to be obviously tied to making a buck, which I'm not going to, I am not going to say that they can't do it I find it interesting that many of the people doing it used to speak pretty poorly about it because it was a cheap way to get popular on the purple platform but now when they can charge you a fee to look at a a, a photo set of them in a bikini suddenly now it's okay because there's a dollar sign attached to it now the word selling out gets thrown around too often in content creation but when you go back on your principles to make a buck that is an accurate description of selling out so if your principles two or three years ago was this is wrong women prancing around and using their bodies for viewership is wrong and two or three years later you're doing the very same thing because now there's an economic structure that allows you to do it because now you can sell pictures of yourself and make a, a decent chunk of change that is selling out okay now that could be a slam on their character or it could be a risk for your soul right because if you go back on your principles to make money that's a real great way to carve out your soul and kill it over time so the worry and the and the and the caution here would be don't do it just because it's convenient and can make you a bunch of money so while that dialogue's happening at a content creator level it's also happening at an art level with respect to video games is this okay is this unhealthy is this damaging is this wrong and no one i don't think has made a strong argument on either side everybody's just sort of shouting about it and then everybody's now within the span of just a few years everyone's contradicting themselves right if you like think about it from this perspective as a woman can you really get angry about a video game where women are objectified and treated as sexual objects if you're literally in that business if you're selling pictures and videos on OnlyFans or FanHouse or Fanly, have you not then given yourself zero voice in the matter? Aren't these video games completely well within their right to say, we're making money off of art that is doing the same thing that you're doing? What's the difference? Where's the categorical shift? Where's the, where's the misstep? Where's the quote-unquote wrongness of it? I'm not arguing in favor of one way or the other, but if you're going to walk out into the public square and say, I'm sick of seeing all these video games with women who are objectified and treated as objects when you do the very same thing to yourself on fan house, only fans or family, what's the difference? Have you given up the moral high ground, right? Like you're allowed to do it, but video games aren't. I don't understand. These are fictional characters it's not like they're doing it to you. It's not like someone's photoshopping you in the game or deep faking you into the game. It's not you. It's not your body. It's a it's a fictional character. So we've reached a point where the conversation I feel like is at a total standstill. It's like, well, wait a minute. Wait, now it's now it's right and okay. Three or four years ago, the dialogue was that this trend was unhealthy and bad and not a good precedent. And it set an unhealthy standard, and this is how women were treated. They were treated as decorative objects, and that their value was attached to their looks. And in your efforts to reclaim 
power, I guess, in the culture, you're now establishing an entire economic market of making money off doing it to yourself. So when is it okay and when is it not? Do you see? I don't... I, I'm the, 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 mo- the waters are getting murky for me. I'm like... I don't know what anybody wants anymore because it, it, it two to three years ago a lot of you were saying this is wrong and now you all have fan houses and only fans so I thought it was it, apparently it's not wrong if you can make money off of it so what when when is it wrong when has it overstepped where's the bar the, I'm, I am asking these questions genuinely because I don't have a position anymore I have my own private position. My private position is that I think an overemphasis on on bodies and uh, and and sexual things is very unhealthy for our psychological development, our view of the world, our view of others and relationships. There's plenty of psychological studies into this, but that's my private position. I I can't cast that out and say you can't have women wearing lingerie in video games because that's that's a logical leap. I'd have to draw a lot of connections to get to that point before I could say that this is an unhealthy representation in this video game. Thanks, Mama. What is? Oh, I was like I saw the I saw the the cucumbers. I was like, what is that with the cucumbers? I I, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We might be able to use lunch meat when we're out of chicken because the it's fine. I, it hasn't been affecting me. I think something else was affecting me, and I don't think it was that. We'll figure it out. Thanks for the lunch, though. <laughs> well, I guess that has to happen every night, then. I guess the mental stability of people who are attracted to a cartoon. Oh, I question. Okay, hang on. This is good. Not a good position, but a, a good thing to debate. I question the mental stability of people who are attracted to a cartoon. It kind of feels like there's something seriously wrong in people's head who are into cartoons. Well, the challenge here would be, Dylan, that traditionally, whether it was a sculpture or a painting, people were very much infatuated and drawn to artistic renditions of the female body. I mean, do you, have you taken a, an art history class like ever? Like, that's actually very, very common. I don't think it's like mentally unhealthy for a guy to be like into the waifu culture, right? I don't actually think that it's a mental problem. Now, like anything, there is a difference between somebody saying, I think the female form is beautiful. I like looking at paintings, uh, maybe uh, a swimsuit issue or something like they find the female body and the female form to be beautiful and they like to look at it, right? Operating at a at a healthy level. Like anything, it becomes unhealthy when it rises up into an uh, obsessive or compulsive behavioral thing that is no longer just sort of a, hey, I like playing a video game and I like my character to be a pretty lady. Okay, cool. When it rises to obsessive and compulsive, um, then it becomes concerning. Do you see? I don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying a good TV show, cartoon, or video game where the women are they are clad and dressed in such a way as there's a lot of skin showing and you think that that's nice. I'm not going to judge you for that, okay? I think it rises to an unhealthy status when you get into compulsive or obsessive behavior about it. Because it's like you could do the same thing with art back in the day. Like a young man could have gone to a a a, a, a 
museum and obsessed over uh, you know, a female sculpture and looked at it and gazed at it in a way that wasn't healthy for him. And he obsessed over it. And he, he wished the statue could come to life and be his wife and things like that. Like, that would be an obsessive, almost compulsive, like, he can't go past the museum without going inside, right? And that would be dangerous and unhealthy for him. It would disrupt his normal life. It would disrupt his normal uh, human relationships. Do you see? So sure, if you like watching like waifu anime and they're all pretty and bouncing around and you have your favorites, there's nothing wrong with that. If you think one girl is super pretty or hot or whatever, who I don't care about that. If you've got pictures of them in your house and a waifu pillow, I, hey man, that's your hobby. You know, that's your thing. I got these posters back here. I, I got posters of hulk and spider-man a lot of people would look at me and say man grow up why are you still into cartoons and comic books and they would tell me to grow up when it when it affects you at a compulsive obsessive day-to-day life normal relationships are disrupted by it that's when it becomes an issue and anything could do that by the way There could be a young man right now playing Call of Duty to such a degree that it is disruptive to his life. It's harming him and his life and his psychology and everything else. And you would look at that as being two very different things. Playing a waifu game or playing Call of Duty. Consider for a second that this has been around since basically the dawn of of free thought. Last I checked, people didn't have that to do that back then. Well, they had, you know, other ways of visualizing it. Art. Art. Sculptures. Paintings. Yeah. So I think when a game like this comes to the West, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I think the West is confusing to the rest of the world right now. I mean it. I think the West, culturally, we, ha- we, ha- we have a schizophrenic identity right now. And from the outside looking in, we probably look very volatile and very attack-laden uh, and very reactionary. And so if you're going to bring... If, you, if you're going to bring a game over here that has some of those themes in it, they're going to temper those down. Why? Because we are an extremely volatile and immature, I think, culture right now. I think we act in very immature and unpredictable ways. I, I truly do. I think that the West is going through an identity crisis. And people, people are like, oh, there's no culture war going on. There's no culture war. I, I'll tell you what's going on. I don't think there's a culture war. I think there's a culture identity internal war going on. People are trying to find their way. And in trying to find their way, they are attacking countering viewpoints or things they feel that are a threat to them. And or they feel like it's a threat to their tradition or their way of life, whether it's the old garb or the new garb or the old way or the new way. Like, and I think that's why when a game like Lost Ark... So the Lost Ark gameplay news that we're breaking down today with respect to the Lost Ark release date and everything else, some of that debate has largely been stewed in and and baked in this idea of like, well, can you bring a game like that over here? Because there is lots of, you know, we'll call it TNA. There's There's lots of TNA in the game. 
and nobody's jumping in there's there's no scenes nobody's getting into bed together or anything like that but there is certainly a uh, a, a focus and an elements of that to a certain degree and they've tempered it down because the west is in a weird spot right now it's just a very weird spot Yeah, Native Zero, I don't know. Somebody said that there are rumors floating around it's going to be available even before the 8th, and I just I just don't know. That's just a rumor. And now we're talking about some of the modifications to the game, you know, coming to America. With respect to the 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 female's default armor appearances. It's better than what happens in the East where they don't discuss this at all. I don't know which extreme I would pick. No discussion or unhealthy discussion. I don't know. I really don't know. It's not an identity crisis. It's just a stupid woke attitude. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. You're attacking what you think is an antithetical identity to your identity or to your view of the world. You just proved my point. Yeah, Stealth, I saw Loco's tweet. You just kind of like copied and pasted into the chat. Yeah, we saw her tweet about the whole Pokemane thing. Making cringe cringe changes to the game in the name of wokeness and diversity. You're proving my point. You're you're lashing out in an immature way, and this is exactly what we've been talking about. The West is a very confusing schizophrenic culture right now. They're not making changes to the game in the way in the in in the name of wokeness and diversity. They're changing default armor pieces to be a little less like objectified. They're still in the game. They're still in the game. Now, I took issue with some of the characters having their, like, complexion changed. I don't think we... I don't think Americans care that much about that. I don't think the average American would boot up Lost Ark and be like, oh, I can't believe a majority of the the characters are light-complected. I think that's an overreaction. I do. I think we can have a very nuanced and healthy discussion about that. Like, look, you're bringing your game over to the West. You don't need to do that. You don't need to take all the characters and make sure there's an equal, you know, um, an equal amount of dark-complected characters. That's not necessary. Like, yes, we are celebrating diversity and better representation, but not to that point where you're just going in and pressing a... uh, a darkness button on somebody will make their skin darker. That's stupid. 
You're not making a new character. You're not making a character that has their roots in a country or an island or a region of of Lost Ark that are like dark-complected persons. You're just changing some character's skin tone. That's just superficial and stupid. Now, changing someone's default starting armor because the West has been very antagonistic and has tended to attack sexualized and objectified character tropes, you know, changing some of the default armor and then still leaving it in the game, I think is totally understandable and not that alarming at all. You're saying it in a defensive way so as not to portray Americans in a wrong way. What do you mean portraying Americans in a wrong way? How am I portraying Americans in a good way when I say here in the West, we're having a schizophrenic identity crisis where we act really immature and we tend to lash out and attack? How am I painting us in a good light when I say that? I'm not being full bore anti-American, but America looks a little fragile and unstable lately. There will still be bikini waifus in the game. Yeah, there's still you can still make your character look like she's ready to walk down the Victoria's Secret aisle. They're not taking it out of the game at all. They're just changing default armor sets to be a little less in that trope because, you know, it makes the game a little bit more accessible. Because the guy that wants to do that knows it's in the game and he knows he can go unlock it and pay for it. And the guy that has no interest in it, me, I have no interest in making my character look like that. It'd be nice to pick a character and start the game with some clothes on. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you brought a, you know, a, a JRPG over to America and you had to choose between between two characters, a guy and a girl, and the girl's running around in nothing, and the guy's running around in like a suit of armor, it would make perfectly good sense for them to be like, well, can we have her? If you want to strip her down to, 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 to like lacy see through everything, you can do that later. But her initial her initial start, she's going to have some more clothes on because sometimes people might like to pick the, the, the female character. Like in Assassin's Creed, I preferred picking uh, the, the female AC Valhalla because that's who the story was about. It was about her. Now, if I, if I chose that in AZ Valhalla, and she's bouncing around in a bikini in the beginning instead of a full suit of Viking armor, I'd have been like, what? No, I don't want to look like that. Why? What's my prerogative? I'd, I'd prefer to play as a clothed, armored character, not a, you know, not a swimsuit model, you know? And that's, we're different in that regard, if that's what you want. Shouldn't clothes cost money? <laughs> Everybody starts naked. There you go. We believe that clothes should cost money. Therefore, every character starting the game and literally nothing. <laughs> they covered up the female characters because there's a bunch of Karens in the offices, nothing else. That's just reductionist drivel. That's not true. That isn't true. Market research would show you that the Western culture has not adopted such a brazen attitude about that. We're not there yet. We aren't. You could compare our commercials when I was a kid. This is like 30 years ago. 25 25 to 30 years ago, Canadian commercials had topless women in them, and America still doesn't. Still to this day... We are like terrified of a woman, of of a topless woman. It doesn't make any sense. All this controversy about breastfeeding in public. Shut the frick up and leave these poor women alone. They're feeding their baby. Shut your mouth. Golly. 
And it's 2022 and people still get all up in arms about that. You know, they have no problem going to the beach or walking past Victoria's Secret and the woman's butt cheeks are out and she looks all, you know, like she's ready to do all kind of stuff. But a woman sitting in a Starbucks feeding her baby apparently is just a tragedy. What in the world are you talking about? If you did a Western market study of how accepting we are of that type of thing in video games, you would be like, well, let's change some of the default armor. Why? Well, because it's not as accepted over here. It's not a bunch of quote-unquote Karens in the offices. There's there's a difference in, in Western culture and our sense of propriety rooted in you know, Judeo-Christian roots. Truly, that, that's what it stems from. <laughs> I'm terrified of topless women. How do you explain the amount of Asian games along before this one not changing things and being and being all right? It depends on the publisher. It depends on the publisher. Amazon's the publisher and they're like, "Listen, like we want to tone some of that down. We've researched it, we've looked into it. We think that that this will this will help." Listen, they could be 100% wrong, by the way, right? They could be 100% wrong. Their market research could be could be foolhardy and, and a waste, and it would have been just fine if they brought it over and didn't do any of that. The fact of the matter is, why does it matter? Why do you care? Your, your default armor is a little less you know, Victoria's Secret. It's still in the game. You can still make your character look like that, but your default starting armor is not like that. It takes away the enjoyment. What enjoyment? So you have to go in and toggle different default starting armor and that takes away from your enjoyment? A couple of button clicks and you're like, it's ruined! The game is ruined! It's not gone. You just have to go in and toggle it. The default armor. I don't know what's worse, people complaining about game companies not portraying women as objects or the people complaining about the about women. Yeah, right, which is worse? Cucumbers and hummus? Yeah. I haven't had hummus in a while. It was giving me heartburn for a while.
Why are people angry about, uh, why people are angry AF being denied something so sexual? Like Lono said, why does it matter? It feels like they're angry because of being denied something. Yeah. You know this, I feel like what this stems from, what this stems from is the, the psychology of the incel, I think. And I'm not trying to use that word the way that, like, you know, people use that word on Twitter to, like, hurl an insult. You incel! There, no, there is a, there is, there is a psychological, like, there is, that, that is a thing. And I feel like that's pouring over in these situations. Like Valor's saying, it's not even being denied. It's just the default armor is going to be this, and if you want to toggle over to a lot less, you can. It's just the default starting armor. This is what you're going to look like. If you want to toggle appearance over here and look like this, you can. But we're starting off everybody here, right? Everybody's going to be, you know, a little bit more moderately covered. I appreciate when I can play uh, an MMO and swing my largely not around like you could in Conan Exiles. Yeah, some people like that. I don't like that. I don't want to run around as a nude character in a video game. It's because there's an element of judgment. As if the person wanting the traditional waifu makes you morally bankrupt or something. Like a like a kind of a degenerate. They feel judged by it, right? Maybe. It's about the precedent that it sets, not the armor. What precedent does it set? What precedent does it set to say we're we're gonna we're we're gonna start people off more moderately clothed? And if you want to go down this road, you can. But we're gonna start people off here, just so that you're not you're not gliding over or avoiding a certain class or character because you're like, well, she's barely wearing any clothes. I don't I don't want my character to look like that. It's not about being a prude or being uncomfortable. It's like I, I'd prefer my, my character to be wearing armor instead of a bikini. Like, in the same way that you'd prefer them to wear a bikini instead of armor, just have them in more plain, more default garb. joke but there is a big furor around the fighting game dead or alive which is well known for its scantily clad ladies uh when they might tone it down they didn't yeah no i remember that people got really angry like oh you might tone down the you know how little clothing they're wearing for sure in the u.s we are taught a certain type of nudity is perverse but it's not that big of a deal at the end of the day well it just depends like it's a cultural thing it's a cultural thing. Like, it's not even... This isn't even about nudity. It's about the portrayal of a person. There's a big difference between watching, like, a Baywatch movie and... I'm trying to think of, like, another summer hit. Like a modern... Uh, the, um... The Meg with, with um... Where it was about the big shark. There's a big difference between watching The Meg and watching Baywatch. Why? Well, they're <clears throat> they're similar themes. They're at the beach. They're in the water. But 
Baywatch is certainly going to have people clothed and moving and jiggling in a certain way that that draws a lot of like hoo hoo like you know whatever you want to call that the the oogling eye and then the Meg's not really going to have that even though they're at beaches and there's people swimming and then there's water it, it doesn't have that so if you go into a game like this and you know that that's there and you know you can clothe your character that way that's all well and good but you're like nah, I don't really want to do that and then there are people that do want that I don't feel like that's a nudity thing it brings in more and more censorship in games it's not just in Lost Ark there's a bigger picture I don't care about the armor in particular they already did it in Mortal Kombat unnecessarily so in my opinion wait I don't understand so you think this is censorship they changed default starting armor it's still in the game it has not been censored out or removed but it's it's a form of censorship because they've modified the starting armor i feel like both arguments could be made both ways it's, it's pretty common in the common in the genre i could see them being scantily clad and when you highlight them being able to toggle a more modest option as well i i, I don't know why i don't know why they did it i don't know what market research told them that this was this was the move to make to say look we're going to we're going to tone down the starting armor, but we're going to leave in all of the other stuff. It's not even that extreme in this game, I'll be honest with you. It's a lot of like, you know, it's a lot of, it's like lingerie. It's like they're wearing lingerie. It's not, it's not that extreme. I've not seen a single screenshot yet that's like way out of bounds. It's just like, again, they look like they're ready for like a Victoria's Secret runway. And I, I, I'm not like against that. It's just like, I'd pref- I don't want to make my character look that way. It's not censored, it's monetized. Well, no, 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 no. It's always been monetized, but the starting armor, they said you can switch to it if you want. The original idea wasn't that way, and they chose to change it because they decided what would be more right or more palatable to us. Yeah, that's just basic business acumen. Like, that's just being a good businessman. (laughs) Like... So, whenever I was at tele, uh, in telemarketing, I worked at Dial America Marketing, uh, I quickly caught on to something. I'm from the North, and I can talk very, very quickly. And if you called people in the South, and you spoke very quickly, they thought you were being pushy and trying to mislead them. So you had to slow down your speech patterns. Why? It made you more palatable. It made you, like, more believable. And when I would call people in New York, I, you couldn't take your time. They'd be like, come on, buddy, come on. What do you got? What are you calling about? What, 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 what is this call about? What do you need? Get to the point would be the attitude. That'd be their posture. So I would modify my speech patterns and my approaches, my pitch, my reliance on script. I would modify that according to the region that I called. 
That's all this is. That they're like, look, the West is less accepting of this. Tone it down a touch. Have the starting armor be less, you know, have it be less revealing. And people are like, censorship, changing the game. It's not going to be as fun. And it's like, I feel like there's a deeper issue here. This was like a complete overreaction to like, you having to toggle different armor at the beginning. It corrupts the game. No, it doesn't. It's literally the starting armor. What are we even talking about? Wait, wait, what are you even saying? It's not a censorship issue, and it certainly isn't like the structure of the game. Listen, as Westerners, we should be more insulted that they felt like they had to darken the skin color of some of the characters in the game. That should be more insulting to us. Like, you view us as that brittle and fragile that you have to hit some, like, diversity quota marker or we're going to get angry at your game. That's more insulting than being like, well, we better cover up the starting armor sets because that might turn some people off from the game because they'll feel like some of the characters are a little too, you know, naked or whatever. It's more insulting to be like, we better sprinkle some diversity dust on the game because this superficial change in skin tone will will shut those Americans up. Like, that's more insulting that, like, you think that we're that dadgum fragile that you have to, like, go in and press a button to make characters darker. Like, that's not diversity. That's, that's, that's so superficial. It's so fake. You didn't create interesting characters who happen to be from continents and countries where they're dark-skinned. You just changed the skin tone of existing characters. That's just dumb. It's superficial. And it just shows how superficial people approach that subject matter in general. It's like, you know, it's like aiming for diversity percentages in your C-suite. It's superficial. It's not genuine. You've not changed the fabric of the company or the systemic issues at your company that might make it harder for minorities or women to, you know, rise the ranks. You've just arbitrarily given equal results so that everybody'd shut the frick up. It's no different in this game. It's like insulting or accurate. Well, it's no, it is. That's what I mean. You should feel like, my gosh, is that what the world thinks of the West? Is that what the world thinks of America? That are we that are we are we that brittle and volatile all of a sudden that you have to do that with a game that comes over here? It's a game that that you 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 made about a fantasy world and a lot of the characters are light complected. Like who gives a frick? But they had they went in and changed it. Again, they they're looking at the west and they're looking at our market and they're saying what are things that are potentially going to be criticized and they that was one of the things they looked at, I guess. And the sad part is some journalist blogger would have wrote about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's how they see the vocal fringe. Yeah, the vocal minority is is hijacking dialogue. It's hijacking conversation and culture. Like, 
Um, just joined so bad for the silly question. No, not a silly question. We'll be dropping on all platforms. No, PC only. PC only. Sorry to be the, the one to give you the disappointing news. Hopefully it looks better in the full game. Yeah, I mean it's the same it's the same outfit. It's the same outfit. They just changed her. They changed the character. My problem with it is it looks like Yeah, they didn't even change her character model. They didn't even change her character model. Her eyes are the same, her nose, her mouth, it all looks the same. You know what I'm saying? It, like they just went in and made her darker. It just looks so. It just looks to me. It just looks stupid. It's like she. I don't know. She got a tan or something. It just looks dumb. That's why I, I think that's the more important like thing to discuss here is like why do they feel the need to do that? The problem is allowed people on social media. Yeah, I wonder if, like, tomorrow, they, you know, if, if tomorrow Twitter got, you know, detonated out of the universe, if all this stuff would just go away. You know what I mean? Because that's where it all gets, that's where it all gets traction. That's where it gets traction. It's like, everybody gets all in a tizzy, and everybody gets really angry, and hits a, and hits a, hits a brigade hashtag, and then everybody's like, like kowtowing to it we are we were getting we are getting a lot of people from youtube search about lost ark gameplay news if you're tuning in for lost ark news updates any of those things we uh we walked through their trailer right at the beginning of the stream um and now obviously we're 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 getting into the modifications to the game so when when lost ark comes to America they have made some minor changes to the game and some people are upset about those things um, I find some of it to be silly and I find some of it also to be I don't know who are the amplified voices beyond their popularity that's the fallacy though what's the fallacy like that that Twitter that that brigading and campaigning on Twitter isn't affecting things the loudest on Twitter are the ones people think they are. I don't understand the point that you're making. No one complained about this stuff on Lost Ark. AGS did that on their own. I mean, but here's the thing, though. Vinicus or Vin, Vin, Vinicius. I'll call you Santos. Santos, I, I don't know if... um, I don't know if that's true. You know? Discord subscription-based membership for creators. Subscriptions are all the rage for creators nowadays. Keep an eye on this. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever be able to utilize that. We'd have to have a significantly more popular Discord. Most of the people in the Discord are already paying money on YouTube. I don't know how much we'd be able to use that, at least initially. Give me a couple years, and then we could probably have a, a more thriving Discord where something like that could be utilized.
were there similar complaints in the past may not need to wait to see it again i don't again i don't it worked i'm having a hard time catching the drift of what people are saying all of a sudden this idea that twitter or any social media is amplifying wokeness or whatever is false it's doing the exact opposite no what it amplifies the other side but that's not that's not true no i don't i I don't agree with that i know you're going to point to some report that like and this is true that twitter twitter has been very very good and very uh and tons of people on the right are getting are getting lots of reaction but that's not a nuanced that's not necessarily a nuanced study right because a lot of the reason the right's growing and flourishing on Twitter is because they're provoking the other side and getting lots of engagement and hate and clicks and everything else too. It's not like every single impression, click, like, follow, tweet that they get, it's all only from people that support them. Now, yes, social media gets very siloed and very bubbled and very insulated, so that would be a trend within their impressions and what they get, but... There is, there is plenty of loud voices and campaigns and hashtags that get footing on Twitter that that do just fine even though they're on the more woke and they're on the more left cancel culture side. Like, both, it amplifies both sides, but like, the report that like it's it's more it's more right leaning. I I don't know that that doesn't that doesn't mean that. Like, look at the way all these companies are, are are marching to that fiddle. Then why are companies giving over to it, right? Why are companies giving over to uh, the, the the brigading and the outrage and the cancel culture and the and the why? I don't understand why do, why are why are companies giving over to it then if that's true? Your all your all your reports prove Eugene is is the antithesis to the claim that like people on the right always claim that they're being censored and they're being silenced and your research shows that that's not true it doesn't automatically then mean that the other side isn't also very loud and very powerful like you know what i'm saying I, I don't think that that automatically means well then the other side the woke is really really quiet then, then then why did Kevin Hart have to apologize a second time why did why did uh, why, why did why did Dave Chappelle end up in the headlines and there was this huge walkout uh, at Netflix and and people called for his special uh, to be to be taken down why are why are people brigading and trying to get uh, dream dream whatever their name is to not be working on the Star Wars game? Why do you assume companies are giving over to it and not making their own decisions? Well, Netflix didn't give over to it. But many companies would have. What do you mean? Like, so you think they're just making their own decisions devoid of public outcry? They just happen to do what the mob requests of them? Like, I don't know, you know, banning somebody from your platform for no cause because people brigaded and asked for it? Like, what do you mean? Like... That this is we we you can't deal you can't claim that 
that it's it's just a like a, a right leaning voices mob website. Plenty of people on the left and that would be considered woke or whatever get 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 a ton of things accomplished on that platform. They get people sponsorships taken. They get people canceled. Right, like asking Kevin Hart to apologize a second time. There wasn't, it wasn't conservatives and right leaning politicians that did that. It was the left. It was the woke. It was the it was the. The, the, the group of people that he upset th- th- these things don't go nationally trending and globally trending and that well yeah but it's it's prime but but the, but the right does just as well sure I'm never gonna sit here and act like Twitter is run by one side I said that if Twitter disappeared I wondered if a lot of companies wouldn't care about this crap on both sides. On both sides, both sides call for companies to change or for boycotts to happen. The claim otherwise is just as wrong. I'm not claiming that one side benefits more from Twitter. I'm saying the idea that you can use Twitter to mob and cancel an attack is equally used by both sides. It's digital Thunderdome. You can't have a digital Thunderdome if only one side's winning. Both sides do it. Both sides do it. And 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 yes, one side tries to claim that they're being silenced and they're being sequestered and censored when they tend to be the ones that get the most clicks, likes, and they get the most traction. So yeah, that's an illusion that they try to claim. We dealt with this weeks ago when people claimed that like Crowder was being censored on YouTube. And I'm like, that guy's just lying to you. He wasn't being censored. He uploaded a video that broke the rules and it got smacked down. He put something, you know, racially offensive in his video, but he wants to claim it's because of his political leanings. I shot, I shot that down the other day. Both sides are doing it. My point was not who's benefiting from it. I was like, when a company is scared of the West and they feel like they got a sprinkled diversity dust on their game, that goes to show you that there is a sense of fear of like, oh, well, we better be careful here. We better, we better, you know, uh, abide by this. Or like when Deathloop and The Last of Us 2 are treated with kid gloves by the review outlets. You think that was a coincidence or do you think it was because culturally there would have been a side of the spectrum that would have been incensed if those games were criticized because they were seen as culturally important. Both sides do it. They both do. I've never ever banged on the drum to act like one side does it more than the other. It's the reality of what happens in that space that is causing these companies to either hedge or be careful or be scared or walk on eggshells or in this case be like, well, we better make sure we have some quote-unquote diversity in our game. They didn't do that just because they felt like it. They did it based on their own research and judgment of the landscape. There's, you, you ain't gonna find, you know, right-leaning conservatives being like, I can't believe your video game didn't have more diversity in it. That's not really a talking point of the right. It's a talking point of the left. Not to denigrate it or say it isn't important. It's important in its own right, but it's being done in such a superficial way that it's not achieving anything. You're just silencing the people who complain on Twitter. You know, oh, your company's not diverse enough. Well, we shifted some people around. Here's some percentages. Now be quiet. You don't necessarily, but chat definitely goes that way. 
here's what you're doing, Eugene. You're you're doing the classic. They do it too. So when we get on the subject of 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 sprinkling diversity dust on a video game and people start mentioning woke culture, cancel culture and brigading on Twitter you have to be like, oh but the right does it too nobody was creating a narrative today that made it sound like only one side does it or only one side benefits from from Twitter I don't know, I, I feel like your instinct is to be like, yeah but the right does it too, or they, yeah they benefit just as much too, and it's like I, I didn't see anything today that indicated people thought that like the the, the, the Twitterverse was like a left-run you know mob machine. It's that machine empowers people to say, "Hey, your video game lacks diversity," and then you have a campaign on your hands and a stupid trending hashtag, and then your game is in a freaking it's in the headlines for all the wrong dadgum reasons like look at that Bloomberg article the guy wrote about Aloy and how stupid that was he's out here trying to play to like the I guess what he was trying to play was to like a very like simplistic understanding of like the feminist movement and he writes this article about Aloy and finally having like a not pretty antagonist or something or protagonist and it was such a dumb article. Well, he wrote that article hoping that like the the zeitgeist of the time was going to run with it and be like, yeah, it's great to finally have an ugly woman in the lead. And nobody did. They're like, what the frig are you talking about? There have been plenty of great female protagonists in video games these days that are strong and awesome and dope. Aloy's not the first and she certainly won't be the last. It was a dumb article. But he wrote it, I think, hoping that 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 it would get it would land in the grooves of of the of the anti-objectification, you know, wanting different representation of females in gaming viewpoint. And he didn't he didn't get that. He got smoked. People were like, "This is some of the dumbest crap I've ever read." Have you played a game in the last ten years? Is he calling my girl dumpy? Yeah, it was a stupid article. I think he means Wheel of Time. The only people I've seen claiming what Eugene is saying in this chat that is one-sided is that the way that people that are getting baited into becoming a straw man and then he holds them up. Yeah, I don't think anybody was doing that today. I didn't sense that. I didn't sense that. I I, 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 I don't know. I sensed that people were questioning, because this is operating at two hemispheres, which is why it's hard to have some clarity on this particular subject. At one hemisphere, they made adjustments to default armor, right? They made adjustments to default armor because the West is a little less accepting of very sexualized lead characters that we're a little less accepting of that it's not that we're not accepting of it what we're less accepting than maybe an Asian market is okay so that's one hemisphere there's a very very different and honestly completely unrelated hemisphere of 
Well, there is a trend of lots of the characters in the game being light-skinned, and we're going to darken some of their skin in a very superficial way to create some, as I call it, they're just sprinkling diversity dust on the game. It's not genuine. It's not real. These aren't characters that have been created like they're new with some backstory or something. No, it's an existing character, and you went in and pushed a button to make their skin tone darker, and that's just superficial and not genuine. So there's two... There, there, there's two hemispheres that we're operating in. It's, it's hard to hack through the weeds because you got the guys that are like angry. They're like, "Don't cover up my waifu," and like they're angry that like the default armor is gonna require you to like click a button to put your waifu in her lingerie instead of it just being that way by default. And then there's the people that are like, you know, oh, this is just woke culture. You know, they call everything woke, and it's hard to have a discussion when, you know, people deal and communicate in such extremes. Like, yeah, you could say that it would be uh, an expression of what we've labeled as woke culture if this game launched and some dumb quote-unquote journalist pointed out and be like, it's really hard to watch Lost Ark as it enacts microaggression of, like, so much, you know, a lack of racial diversity in the game. And then everybody would run with it and say, you know, your game's not diverse enough or whatever, which is to completely misunderstand its cultural roots and where it was developed and and how that would make sense in that part of the world to do that. And so, sure, they looked at that possibility, even if it's a thin possibility, and they said, well, we're going to make sure that there's, you know equal representation in our game and we'll go in and you know we'll make some of the characters darker skinned Uh, you know it's there there there's there's two elements to the discussion which makes it hard to have clarity he was originally saying that why do we assume twitter is playing a large part in these companies decisions uh and it not being internal research we got sidetracked by both sides of the argument Right, and that's what I'm saying is you can't act as if the market research and the company's decision is made in a vacuum and like Twitter and woke culture and cancel culture and hashtags and brigading and really dumb hot takes from journalists. You can't act like that's not a factor here. It is. It's 100% a factor. We just had some dumb brain dead article written about Aloy. The same that you, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, is it a bad time to complain about the fact that all the hosts uh, on your show are white men? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm all you get. I'm all you get. Uh, mm, I'm wondering why uh, the side things was brought up. The fact that people deny that woke culture exists is mind-boggling. I do think there's an element where people try to downplay woke culture and cancel culture, and I think it's just because, like, this is what tends to happen. This is what tends to happen. There are people who overstate the presence of woke culture and cancel culture. Do you remember when the guy cheated in the Kentucky Derby, or maybe it was the Belmont? He got caught cheating, right? He got caught cheating, and they were enacting consequences on him for cheating and he called it cancel culture and it was like what are you talking about it's not 
It's not cancel culture. You're ena- we're enacting a punishment because you broke the rules, right? So, this is what I think happens. People tend to overuse woke culture and cancel culture to the point that it starts to lose its meaning because, as Eugene says, it gets to such a point that it just starts to sound like the boogeyman. But you're doing the opposite by acting like it doesn't exist at all. You're just running in the different extreme and being like, well, because one side's exaggerating its presence, I'm going to deny its presence. I think both are foolish. I think both are foolish. Woke culture is a colloquialism that refers to people who are so aggressively attempting to be progressive that they latch on to every movement that comes out, whether it's whether it's what you know, what pronouns Canadians can use, or what jokes you can say in a Netflix special, or what joke you can say in your stand-up, or is your game company uh, or C-suite diverse enough? They are so aggressively progressive that what they end up doing is, is they run ripshod over nuanced thought and careful thinking and looking at the actual like sociological structures and em- economic realities when it comes to like uh, pay differences between between men and women and the realities there that most people ignore and they just fly off into hashtags and simple bumper sticker statements about making things better and fixing things and then you look at you know situations like laws they're trying to pass in Canada like forcing people to say things and then you look at people trying to get cancelled like oh we gotta cancel this guy because he made a joke all of that is woke culture because they want to be so woke so current so progressive that they basically run over anybody who's not keeping up with them It's like keeping up with the Karens or something, but in a very, very different way. I'm always suspicious when one side takes what used to be a seemingly harmless uh, positive term and weaponizes it. When one side does that, again, your bias always shows here. So that, yeah, so they do that. The, 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 The right is weaponizing woke. It's a, it's become a colloquialism. Do you want to know what's funny? You want to know what's funny? You want the origin of calling it woke culture is? I'll give you one guess at where it started. Somebody said something that started it being called that. And you're going to be really shocked at who 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 kind of set the stage for it to be called that. Do you want to know who it was? I'll give you one guess. Because it was really good insight and it was a really thoughtful commentary about stuff. He was doing some interview. I, there, I'll give you a clue. It's a he. Dumpy Koala with a $5 tip. Congrats on the 10K milestone. Keep up the awesome content. Love the shirt. Thank you. Thank you, Dumpy. Yeah, it was Obama. It was Obama. He was given an interview, and he talked about worrying more about being woke. You're being woke, he said, and you're you're getting your little digs in on somebody. That That was like two years ago when he said that. Maybe it wasn't two years ago. It might have been a year ago. That interview, I guarantee you, is one of the reasons it's been described as being woke. Because he said it. He was like, yeah, you're worried about being woke. You're worried about getting your shots in on somebody. So he was one of the first people to be like, you're more worried about being woke than like having a conversation with people. With, 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 with people. So this isn't something that, like, the right weaponized. I think Obama rightfully said, 
this type of behavior is unhealthy. It's more focused on being being woke. I'm going to be progressive. I'm going to be forward thinking to the point that you just attack other people for not thinking like you so you don't have a conversation. Feeding into the division, uh, somewhere someone's laughing because you idiots are so caught up on using words like left and right, feeding into the division uh, that those people want, creating a larger gap of separation. Right. That's my point. Like, to act like that's not a problem right now. And what are you going to point to? What are you, you're, you're, we're always going to act like, oh, well, because one side does it, that it, but it's, it doesn't matter that the other side's doing it. Like, using the colloquialism to be like, yeah, woke culture is dangerous. Why? Because woke culture is an empowered mob that when stirred up enough will run ripshod over due process, over people's rights, over good thinking, over conversation. Why? Because they want to be, they want to be woke. They want to be, they want to be the progressive culture changing woke. And on the same token, there are more traditionalist, more like right-leaning, more conservative people that are going to stand against progress and and entrench things that might be unhealthy or defend against things that aren't good. And then they're both just they're both just going like this and smacking each other in in uh, in the public. There, say left or right. You didn't have to. You like you're, you. You said when one side indicating a side, when one side weaponizes the term, the left certainly isn't weaponizing the term. Eugene, like you want to, you want to play Jello now and like back off and act like I can't pin you to the wall in your position. You said when one side weaponizes the term, which side's doing it? Which side's using woke? woke as a as a as a pejorative or as a colloquialism that is a pejorative that like you're being woke or like they did with snowflake come on don't do that don't try to turn yourself into jello no you knew what you were saying when you said it when one side weaponizes it it you you can't like this is what's so frustrating. People try to deny that cancel culture exists. They try to deny that woke culture exists. And it's like, these are just terms that we use to refer to like large groups of people and their behavior, right? That we, like we're just presuming that like this is what large groups of people are are doing and thinking. You're assuming I think in that manner? I'm not going to play this game with you where you don't want to outline your position and you're going to play passive with questions. I know what you were saying and what you were thinking. You've made it clear in lots of your commentary today and previously that you think in large part, a lot of the times, the right or the right-leaning elements of these discussions, they tend to claim victim or weaponize terms like snowflake or the woke. You've done it before. This isn't the first time you've made that point. That's why I knew what you were saying. When you said one side weaponizes the term, answer me this. Which side were you referring to? Was I was I wrong in my presumption or assumption? Were you erroneously saying that the left has weaponized woke? Because that would be erroneous and inaccurate because that's not what they've been doing. They don't use woke as a pejorative. They don't use it as like this colloquialistic way of referring to a culture. They don't do that. That's a right thing. That's a, that's, a, that's a right-leaning thing. 
So you were either really inaccurate in what you were saying, or you were saying that they weaponized the term. These terms only exist so that we can have a conversation about it. What am I supposed to say every time this comes up? The general trend in the public sphere right now to attack, cancel, and brigade and boycott when somebody does something that you don't like. Am I supposed to say that every time this comes up? Or can I say cancel culture, woke culture, to encapsulate that idea and that we can have a feasible conversation? Or does every time this come up, I have to be like, well, I want to avoid terms like woke and cancel culture since they get overused and abused and then muddled down and watered and diluted by people so every time this comes up I'm going to say the general propensity of the public to mob and amass in a group of people behind a more progressive element of thought to cancel or hurt or harm differing opinions or words jokes or personas that they don't like like I'm not going to say that every time I don't see it as a left or a right I see it as policies as cultures Yeah, but when you said one side, which side did you mean? See what I'm saying? You're avoiding the question, which makes me think I was right. You don't like that I pegged you, and now you won't answer the question. You said when one side weaponizes the term, which side were you referring to? Your Honor, I would ask you to direct him to answer the question. (laughs) Which side? When one side weaponizes the term. (laughs) Also make sure to preface every sentence within my opinion. (laughs) Saying I don't see sides is like saying I don't see color. You got to acknowledge that there are sides. Dem, rep, left, right, there are sides. Right, like there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like anytime we have this discussion, right, I would say that side is the right. Right, so when I presume that... I was correct in my presumption that that's what you were saying because you were indicating something that's observable in the public square. It's observable. I'm not pegging you as left. I didn't even say, no, 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 no. I didn't do that. I didn't say you were left. I said you were referring to, well, the right does it too. That's a common, if I can call it this, it's a Eugene trope when we have these discussions well the right does it too or well the right benefits more on twitter or well well the right is playing the victim card or whatever or well the white the right weaponizes snowflake or or in this case woke when i use the term i use it to refer to what is an observable cultural trend right now there is a culture of like a desire to be whatever word you want to use woke progressive like the fear of not being like on the right side of history right and people are so concerned with that that they're damaging social discourse they're damaging people's lives they're they're taking right they're they're worried about like they're damaging rights to a certain degree you know you're gonna you're gonna compel speech in canada what the frick are you even talking about like what what kind of a law is that compelling speech what that's that again stems from this it stems from that that part of the culture we could talk about other propensities in the culture which is this idea that we should stick to how things are or we can be you know 
uh, capitalist to a fault in the West and allow wage gaps to continue and uh, for the middle class to slowly slip into lower class. Like, we could talk about that and that that's something that the right, you know, intends to champion that, like, pull your, the, the, the boomer right leaning, you know, bullet points of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and an entire generation can't do that because inflation is completely disjointed from average median income in America and that gap's gotten so disgusting that people are basically stuck where they are and can't advance and can't get out underneath the, you know their their debilitating debt and uh, you know they're basically indentured servitude to the banks and the banks love that because you know that that's good for them and they're likely lost lobbying to keep things in place because that helps them because you keep a populace sort of indentured to the banks and then the government's indentured to the banks I think Calvin Coolidge was worried about that like sure we could talk about that too Those are, there's other you know cultural you know trends and the way that people think and, and, and what it's doing to you know society and the economy but in this subject it doesn't make sense to do that because we're talking about a video game where they're worried about diversity and propriety which kind of touches on both sides of cultural trends in America because like propriety is obviously more of a conservative thing right cover up and put your clothes on and that's not you know that's not proper you know that more conservative leaning and then the diversity thing is more of like a left more of a progressive uh, way of thinking traditionally like we should have diversity in our games and diversity in our uh, our companies and C-suites and and the funny thing is, is that neither of these things are bad, right? Having like a sense of propriety and modesty isn't bad if you think that if if you come at it with a healthy perspective, like you don't want to browbeat other people like some old maid or like some nun, like telling people to put clothes on, right? Like I think a certain level of propriety and modesty could be described as good when you know done in a healthy way or done in a way that's not overstated and same way with diversity right diversity of representation and an equal or or more diverse uh representation uh is actually i think a good thing to talk about but what ends up happening is we we tend to do it Funny enough, Lost Ark is a perfect example of this. We tend to approach these subjects in such superficial ways. Well, more more moderate, more modest, more conservative-leaning gamers are going to be maybe a little bit turned off by a woman in lingerie, and that could be a bad thing for our game, so what do we do? Boop! Press a button. Her default armor switches. That stuff's still rampant in the game. A ton of the NPCs you're going to talk to are going to be bouncing in your face. That's going to be in the game and still very prevalent. So it's super, super, super official, right? It's super, superficial. <laughs> and with respect to the diversity, it is also extremely superficial. They're not creating a character or a continent or a people that are you know darker in their complexion they are as i've said many times they're just sprinkling diversity dust on the game and going into characters and just making them darker that's not genuine diversity you're just again doing something superficial in fear of people coming out and saying something about your game in both in both of these executions of of like the the concern here like what it could mean or whatever that whatever they think or whatever their motivation is their solution is superficial. And the funny thing is, is they're, they're, <laughs> they're seemingly 
they're seemingly scared of both sides. You're not going to find like, you know, the maybe, maybe, maybe they are scared that like the more progressive, more left-leaning persons would say, oh, another game that objectifies women. Maybe they're trying to satisfy the same spectrum with this choice. Like how many, how many, you know, you know, right-leaning, you know, heavily conservative gamers are going to be playing Lost Ark anyway. They might not even be thinking about that. Funny enough, the decision could be rooted on either side. It, it honestly could be. They could be worried about the more the more conservative, more modest viewpoints of, of people, excuse me, in the West. Or they could be literally thinking, well, the progressives will come after us. You know, the 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 more, uh, you know, the more the more woke, liberal, whatever, they're going to come after us for having you know too much of that or or too much objectification. Do we really care if the background history makes them dark skinned, or do we want to play as a character that looks like them? No, 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 no. They're they're changing NPCs, Kaganeko. You can make your character uh, darker complected in the game. I, that's not what I'm talking about. They took characters in the game who have a name and a backstory and lore, and they just made them darker. That's not. <laughs> that's that's superficial. You can champion diversity and call out something that's superficial and not genuine and be like, you're not actually doing anything. Like, if it's your own character, sure. That's that's what most people want to do. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't say most. A lot of people do want their character to look like them. I think one of the biggest failures in character creation in games is that they don't get... They don't get uh, they don't get hair right. Like if like uh, darker skinned people, black black people, their hair is is very rarely done right and done well in these games. And that I think it's easy easy to give somebody dark complexion, and then they could go in and do things to the eyes, nose, and lips to make it look like them. Are their lips bigger or smaller? Is their nose bigger or smaller? How are their eyes set in their in their face? Higher, lower, middle? They can do all that and really make themselves look like themselves. But a lot of the times, they the, the hair looks awful if you're if you're like a black man or a black woman. Black hair options are great, buzz cut or a fro. Yeah, they usually don't do a good job with it. I'm talking about going in and just being like, oh, this character Sarah, yeah, she's dark now. Like that's what I'm talking about. That's superficial. If you wanted to do a DLC or an expansion or something, and there's some region, some country, some continent, and that location has, like, darker-skinned indigenous people, and you go there and you interact with them, and they've got different customs and clothing and weapons, that is genuine diversity. You're creating a story. Like, the difference between Wakanda and just being like, um... Steve Rogers is 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 from Haiti now. Like what? You see what I'm saying? You're taking a character who has a backstory and a history, and he grew up, right? He grew he grew up uh, in New York, and he goes into this thing during the war, and he becomes a super soldier. And you're like, well, we just decided to make him. He's from Kenya now. His name is still Steve Rogers, and he becomes Captain America. No, that's superficial. That's superficial. The story of Wakanda and the story of T'Challa and the Black Panther, that is a genuine, cool, creative story of substance that gives you what you're asking for. So in this game, that's my point. It's like, you're going to existing characters and be like, we made them darker. Everybody be quiet now. 
Steam hit 28 million concurrent users today. Jeepers. That beat their record of 25, wasn't it? Yeah, 25. It's NPCs. Sorry, I got distracted. People still like to see NPCs like them here and there, like Ikora. She could be any race, really. Yeah, but like... If let's say let's say that that game was developed in like an Asian market and her name was Sun and she was light skinned and she was beautiful and then they bring it over to the West and they're like, well, we got to make her dark. What? (laughs) Why? It's still Sun. Yeah, she's just she just yeah she looks like an african-american now why would you do that that's a different that's not who the character was but the npcs are still asian they aren't black that's the other problem with it they're not even changing what they look like they just made their skin darker (laughs) don't you see did you see some of the pictures it looks honestly kind of silly they didn't change their face they just made them darker. It's stupid. And if you bring it up, people would be like, you're anti-diversity. It's like, no, I'm not. That's not real. <laughs> you went in the background and you just changed the number for their skin complexion. That's not, that's silly. You're just straw manning. We don't know the background of the NPC. I'm not... If you're going to use a fallacy, then do it right. That's not straw manning. You know, straw manning is when you misrepresent the opposing argument and make it look weak and you wail on the straw man. I'm not doing that. So if you're going to accuse me of a fallacy, at least use one that's sensible. I'm not creating a weak argument and wailing on it. There are characters with names, backstory, and lore in the game, and they've made their skin darker. I'm arguing against the superficial stupidity of that. I'm not I'm not creating a weak argument to wail on. That's dumb. Exactly that. Well, don't posture argumentatively eloquent by using a fallacy. Explain to me how I was straw manning. Imagine yeah, it's live, uh Gurkha Unleashed. This is live. Reverse it. You made up a story of a character that doesn't uh, fit behind the changes? No. I made an analogy to a story of a character that you would do that and be upset by. Why? Because I'm not familiar with every character's name and backstory in Lost Ark. I don't know their names and their backstories, but they have names and backstories, brother. Like, I just don't know them. So I made up an analogy. An analogy is not a straw man. A straw man would be literally making a weak argument and wailing on it. I didn't do that. I made an analogy to what they're doing. It's analogous to a, a character being named Sun and she's light-complected and Asian and you bring the game over to the West and you just make her skin darker. It would look stupid. You'd be like, why'd you do that? She still looks Asian. You just made her skin dark. That's what they're doing in this game. Go look at the pictures. They're not, they're not changing their ethnicity. They're just making their skin darker. It, it's it, Like I said, it's stupidly superficial. Let's say there's a character that fits being both. Uh, in that case, introducing diversity would be a good thing. How does a character fit being both of those things? How? 
the irony of what <laughs> the irony of wanting diversity and saying well there's characters that could be both what what does that even mean if they have a name and they have a backstory and a history what do, what are you talking about all, all most of the characters in the game they, they look asian What do you how how can they be how can they be both? They already have a, a an appearance. They have an appearance that was designed. I'm generally I'm genuinely lost. A backstory in a fantasy land called Arkesia. Black Asian exists. Well, sure. If you have if you have if you have parents that have the right genetic makeup and they have a child, sure, you would see influences of both uh, the genetic makeup that you find in Asians and the genetic makeup that you'd find in uh, in darker complected persons or African Americans. And if you brought that together, you'd have a child that would that would retain appearances from both, right? Sure. But you're taking pre-existing characters that look a certain way and you're just making their skin darker would that be okay if they did that to me put me in a game right now put me in a game right now i'm in the game and then someone's like we need some diversity in the game and they just make my skin darker how absurd would that look what would you call that what would you call that what would that be okay to do What's the problem with that? A- Aloy. Take Aloy. Built built after a real person, designed after a real living person. Just somebody just go in and make her make her skin darker. What how ridiculous would that look? Only they gave you a fro. You completely moved the goalpost? No, I didn't. No. They designed a character in a game with light complexion, and they're just making their complexion darker. And it looks ridiculous. The one picture somebody showed me, it looks it looks silly. It's like that's not even what they originally looked like in the game. Game game or or uh, originates in Korea, and you have people in the game that look like those persons, and you think it's okay just going and darken them up. That's silly. Your problem now is changing skin is not enough. You should change hair and lips too. You should create a whole new character. That's the point I've been making. Don't you see? You're not creating a dark-skinned person. You're taking a light-skinned person and just making them darker. There, There is a giant difference between the two. How can you not see the silliness of this? Sure, you you maybe their backstory isn't tied to skin tone. Yeah, my position is don't change anything, make new characters. Cause by the time you do that, you've made a new character. It's like it's a whole new person. Just make new characters. But it's not a real person. Oh golly. The To me this is how I view it. I think it's great. To, to have either a game or a story 
where you have really great diversity and great representation. I think that's great. I think when you take a pre-existing story and you take characters with names and appearances and all this and you bring it over here and you go to like a smattering of the characters and you just darken their complexion, I just think that is so superficial. That's superficial. Leave it as it is, but if you think, hey, the West really celebrates diversity right now, then sure, you could have DLCs, new continents, countries, persons, customs, whatever, and create that. It's more silly when they change long-standing characters in beloved franchises. I honestly don't care uh, if I haven't seen the original game. Well, right, I mean, the game's been out for a long time. They're established characters. If you really want to make the game diverse, then create new characters of color. Simply changing their skin tone is a punt and honestly more insulting. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's it's so superficial. It's just to make you be it's just to make people that want diversity be quiet. Like, yeah, be quiet. We didn't really we didn't really take the time to do this. We just went in and pushed a couple buttons and people are darker now. Like, that's not genuine. It's it's kind of like Imagine if a company was like, hey, we're, we're going to get blasted because our C-suite level employees, it's mostly white guys. So what we're going to do is we're going to shift some people around, and that way if anybody looks at our C-suite, they'll be like, oh, there's uh, a couple of women, a couple of minorities. Okay, cool. They've checked those boxes. But they do it in a superficial way. They just do it at like a surface level. They don't put people into positions that earned it or deserved it on merit. They do it to shut the culture up. You see, they're not fixing a systemic problem or a real problem. They're fixing something on the surface. It's just surface level. It's superficial. That's what I've been saying. What else can they do? They're just publishing the game? Just don't do anything. I was in a debate with someone about The Little Mermaid uh, being black. I told them, how can you call that a W when she was originally white? And they said, I don't care as long as there's more representation. It blew my mind. Yeah, like, why not just tell... I don't know. Just tell good stories. Just tell tell good stories. Make new characters. That's the better way of doing it. That they have the bandwidth to make new characters... They've already said that they don't have time to add uh, two genders for the existing. Agree it's a bad choice, but it's better than not having diversity. No, 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 no. That's a whole other discussion, though, Hilly. That's a whole other discussion. Isn't it okay to have a, a game from the Asian market that is a region of the world that is predominantly fair-skinned and have the game be predominantly fair-skinned? What's the problem with that? Where's the fault? If you made uh if you if you had like you know some like Nigerian developers and they made a game and they made them they made characters in the game that looked like them and and even talked like them similar accents and everything else and and it was like a 90% of the game was very dark skinned persons you wouldn't expect it to come over here and be like hey can you lighten some of those guys up no you wouldn't say that you'd be like well that region of the world it's it's a Nigerian game it makes sense of course! Of course they're dark! There's, that's great! That's cool! I can't wait to play it! To me, it's like... It, it's a Korean game! What is what is going on? But the game does not take place in Asia. It doesn't matter, even if it's a fictional place. It's the people that made it! You, you, you can't see that the artists... I, okay, 
let's really get down to business here. Imagine working for that company and having this success and as like a Korean developer or art department person, you you know, you grew up in Korea and you're so proud to have characters in the game that look like you and your ancestors and then it ships over to the West and they're like, yeah, well, <laughs> you know how America gets. <laughs> We're going to have to darken some of these people up. You'd be like, what? No! I, I made that. Don't do that. That's that's important to us. It, it, it's important. We made the game. We made them look like us. You would say the same thing, like I said in the example. If you had a Nigerian developer, they'd be like, we made the game. We, yes, it's a fictional world, but we think it's great to have the representation and the accents and even maybe even similarities in clothing. We think this is cool. We're, we're excited about that. Frick your pride if diversity can make people feel better. Do you do you mean that? You mean that? Frick your pride if diversity can make people feel better? That you mean that with sincerity? What this is the this is the issue. You're it's you're you're basically telling somebody their heritage and their appearance is less important because of somebody else's. Why? Who gave you that ability? Have you tried being discriminated against? Do you have friends in America that are Korean? I do. Do you think that they're you think they're treated the same way I am? Who, what is this a race? This is a, like like what gothics call it, the oppression Olympics. Where we're gonna compete? We're gonna compete to see who's more messed with, more discriminated against. That's not what this is about. You're making it about discrimination. No, who's making it about discrimination? I have Korean friends that live here. You, they, you think they're treated the same way I'm treated? How do you think it makes Korean people feel to know that if they release a game in this country, it needs to be less Korean? That's the, yes! That's the, that's the, that's the, this is so delusional. It's so delusional. It's like, you're celebrating an Americanized version of diversity. It's not even diversity. It's a Western idea of diversity in the, in the, in the, oh, the irony here is insane that you would take Korean art and say, we need to Westernize it. Don't you hear the irony there? That's so ironic. In in the effort of diversity, you've lost your way. They aren't Korean, though? Oh, come on. They look like... Yes, they do. The picture I saw, yes, she did. She looked like a Korean woman. What are you talking about? Not all the characters. The character I saw, she looked like a Korean woman. It just sounds crazy. You gotta westernize it, man. This is what America looks like. You better make it look like America looks. It's just like... The Korean and European-ish armors. Yeah, the, I, well, the armor is, is like, I, don't, I guess it's rooted somewhat in reality. The armor is rooted somewhat in reality. 
You get you gotta try oh, I can't get a big picture. Not all the characters, not all the here's a good example. Here's a good example. Not all the characters look Korean. She does. He looks more he looks more Western. She I, I, it's hard to tell sometimes. Some of them are a little bit more lacking of a clear ethnicity, but th- this guy very much looks Western. Sure. Not every character in the game has a certain appearance. There are definitely some characters that look greater and to greater and lesser degrees Korean and more like again the one guy looked more like more like a western or more like even even like European you would say. <clears throat> I think AGS is on to something for a while I've thought the Mona Lisa <laughs> right Abe she looks like an elf. See, this can get offensive because we're going to get into analyzing like eye shape and face shape and stuff. But come on, some of the characters in this game, I'd have to find some bigger pictures because this this is just the class pictures. Um, Lost Ark uh, character wallpapers. Some of the characters plainly look like the one that somebody put in Discord. She one hundred percent. She looked, she looked of Asian descent. She, like, I don't, and again, we don't want to get into, like, like, breaking people down to their appearances, but it's ludicrous to claim that some of the characters in this game don't look Asian. Not all, not all, but some. They 100% do. Open image in a new tab. Like, if you ignore... Yeah, if you ignore the ears... Can you give me the one without the iris stuff, Paul? Like, if you ignore the ears, that looks like a character from an anime. Here, here's... Yeah, here's one of the ones they've darkened up. This is, this is, this is the better example. This is the better example. Not, now, hear me say this. I'm not saying every every character. I'm not saying every character. The, 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 the woman on the left. She's not... She's, she certainly isn't androgynous. She certainly isn't... She doesn't look Western or European. She, she, she looks like a, a Korean... Like a, an Asian person. Potentially Korean. I'm not saying every character looks strictly. Some of them, like the one that you're saying, you're asking me, Eugene, she looks Korean. She looks like almost like Korean American. Yes, like a mix of the two. Why is the one on the right it's so shiny? I have no idea why they made her shiny. I, I don't know. It could be that when they darkened her skin, it messed with it messed with the lighting. I don't know. That's what they did. Abe, this is exactly what I've been trying to tell people. They just made her darker. It's stupid. The one Eugene posted is an elf. Yes, but again, face shape, the 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 sleek chin line, the small mouth, the large eyes. Come on. Are you going to pretend that that doesn't have Asian influence. Get the frick out of here. That like she has a similar face shape. You got this you got the very pointed chin. You got the larger eye. Like what are you what are you even talking about? 
the, the, the woman that you're claiming is an elf, she looks like, she looks to me like an Asian American elf. Like a European Asian mix elf. That's what she looks like to me. Again, forget the elf. That's a side issue. This is a character that they made darker. This is a character that they decided needed a darker complexion. And if you look at her face and tell me that I'm not claiming she's an elf, she's an elf. But being an elf doesn't mean her face doesn't have d- appearance properties. She has appearance properties. Like, if you look at the elves in, in Lord of the Rings, they all look very European. But you could certainly put somebody in the movie who's from Korea and give them the pointed elf ears, and you'd be like, well, I can tell it's a Korean person. They just gave them elf ears. Like, that has nothing to do with what their face looks like. We do not shine unless Yabmo. Yeah, it. it the, to me, you can't get out from under this by being like it's a fictional world. It's a fictional world. To pretend that Korean persons did not develop this game and make some of the characters look Korean in their appearances is ludicrous. These characters are not all European. They're not like they're not androgynous. Like they look like real people. The, not some of them look a little bit like like unrealistic, right? In in their body shapes and stuff. It's like, well, who in the world looks like that? But in general, their faces look like they're designed after real people. The change does not look good at all. It looks forced. This is what I've been telling. This is what I've been telling people. It's like I'm not sitting here saying that it's wrong to look at your game and be like, well, can we have diversity? But you can't look at this decision and be like, well, it's a fictional game, so it's fine. It's not rooted in reality, so it's fine. What the frick? Like, like, Asian uh, Americans have no idea what Asians look like. I get asked what my ethnicity is all the time. I get called everything from Chinese, Hispanic, Pacific Islander, uh, but never Korean. It's difficult, Kit Kat, because like I said, friends of ours are Korean, and it's difficult because the the husband, if I looked at him and then looked at other Korean men, I could probably try to find similarities, but his wife, it's I would have a harder time doing it. I would be like, okay, and because like we watched uh, Lost, like okay, I can see similarities like between her and son, but there's other families that they know that we've interacted with that are also Korean, and I think they look completely different. I, it's hard for me to see it. <clears throat> Yo, what's good feed? Abe says, I thought uh, I already thought the decision was stupid, but seeing the before and after picture, it's insulting. Better off just leaving them alone, right? You can't ignore what's happening just because it's fantasy. You're just ignoring the issue. Yeah, I don't think you can get out from under the decision being foolish or superficial and be like, well, it's a fantasy land, so they can do whatever they want. It's like you you clearly have characters that look Asian and you just made their skin darker. Like that, not all Asian people are fair complected, but clearly these ones were created to look like a... F- uh, an Asian person with with a fair with a fair complexion. Like I don't understand why you would need to change what they look like. Like I said, if you take take the guy, take the guy for as an example. Where did he go? He clearly looks more more European, more like traditional 
Uh, ye, let me get a big. Let me see if I can get a big picture of this guy. I used him in a thumbnail before, right? Let's see if I can't get a good one. Am I going to have to go to Tin Eye and reverse image search this crap? Google's image search when you search for an individual image is so bad. Tin Eye is so superior. Um, I got a big picture of this before. Forget it. I'll just go to this page. Okay, this guy over here, right? If you suddenly gave him the complexion of, of an Ethiopian, it would look silly. It would. It would look silly because there would be differences. Brow shape, nose, mouth shape, his cheekbones, his lowered, like his furled forehead brow shape, all of it. Just even the square shape of his face, like almost very European, very uh, maybe even German looking. I don't know. But if you suddenly just gave this guy the complexion of an Ethiopian, it would look it would look silly. You'd be like, wait a minute, what'd you do that for? That's 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 not what would you do if you were in character creation and you were an Ethiopian you would darken the skin sure but then you would change everything else you wouldn't just be like no that's fine that looks like me but no there are lots of differences in what we look like and when you and this is what's so funny to me is it's like and this is why I call it superficial there are so many differences when you when you whittle it down to the darkness of our skin, you have just completely lost anything real. It's like there are so many differences. That's not the difference. That's not the defining difference between us. I was just, J-Stock, I was just picking a region known for extremely dark complexions. Ethiopia is known for extremely dark complexions. That's why I picked it. I wasn't saying everyone from there is dark complected. There's the propensity. There are more examples that Kaganeko posted in general chat. Yeah, it's the same. They're the same. They're the same characters. They've just changed their, their armor. Their armor is the same. Oh golly, that one's terrible. Lutera Castle Naria. Tell me that that's not Yeah, that's just that's just it's just stupid. <laughs> if they would have made all new characters, then I, you know what? You would have a better argument. The people that say it's like a fantasy land and they don't have like countries of origin that are tied to what they look like. If they would have just made all new characters, like, oh, this guy was originally light-complected and he had long hair, and in, and in the Western version, he's a bald guy, he's black, and he's got a big, huge beard, but, you know, it's, a, it's the same character, same name, we just gave him a completely different appearance. Well, you could be like, oh, it's a fantasy land, it's not that big of a deal, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. They're literally just taking existing characters and making them darker, like, that's the issue, is like, come on, that's not real, that's so, it's superficial. I might keep the hair right. Killer Apathy says, it also means that half-butt efforts are okay for diversity if you accept this garbage. (laughs) Imagine if they did that to Nick Fury. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, as soon as you switch this around, it immediately becomes like, oh yeah, you would never do that. 
Why change it if it's fantasy and not a big deal? Yeah, you can put the shoe on the other foot. Yeah, definitely potato. You'd be like, it's a fantasy land. Why does it matter what they look like? Like, is it going to be hard to play Avatar because everybody's blue? Like, wouldn't the people that this is meant to target feel much better about the decision if they were all new characters created with their appearance, culture, and background in mind with actual care? That's what I've been saying, yes. That's what I've been saying. It's fine. Make make new characters. Like, make new characters. Make, you know... No, no, Nick Fury was originally white. No, there are character arcs in comic books where he's black. He was originally, like, when he first showed up, yes, but there there were plenty of reasons to make him, uh... to make him black. There are plenty of comic books where he's black. The origin, the origin story, sure. He was, like, a white guy, and he was, like, a robot or something. Didn't he use, like, robots to avoid dying? There's... Pl- I, I swear to you, Wheezy, there are... There are character, there are comics where he's black, is there not? There was justification for Samuel L. Jackson's character version. Wasn't there justification in the comics? I didn't think they just grabbed that out of thin air. I thought that already existed in the comics. He was white and they made him black in recent years. I swear to you, growing up, I saw comics where he was. They changed the characters because of the Samuel L. Jacks casting. The original Nick Fury, i.e., was one of the main Marvel comic universe. Earth 616 is a white man, but in the Ultimate Universe continuity, which launched in 2000, he is a black man. Samuel L. Jackson was the reason he was changed black, not the other way around. Oh, I actually thought, I swear to you, I thought I grew, I, I re, I invented a memory. I thought I grew up and saw comics where he was, where he was black. I, I, I think, I think it would matter for, I'd have to know his backstory because I think for guys like Steve Rogers it would matter if you suddenly just changed what he looked like because it wouldn't make sense in the time right at the time growing up in New York and enlisting in the army and being chosen for the super soldier like it would that you that wouldn't make sense it'd be like wait what no you can't change him but is Nick Fury's character tied to like a time and a place like that where it would like mess up the story They changed the mo- the model to be after Samuel L. Jackson the other way around. There were comics where he was black in a different dimension. It was Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I, I swore. I swore there were comics. I would go to Land of Crane Comics growing up and we would get comics. I swear there were char- there were versions of him like that. I knew there were versions where he was white. I wasn't. A, I wasn't oblivious to that. Mm, I thought it was like a. I thought it was like a Green Lantern kind of situation. Like he could he could switch in and out. Like there was other guys that took over the role of like Nick Fury. I never followed that character. I was more into uh, the X Men. 
Larian says this entire discussion is proving that you can do it in a way that just isn't right. Yeah, exactly. Just making their... Like I said, I would be more open to them just making a brand new character model and saying, yes, this is this is Larry instead of being like what they're doing, which is why I was taking issue with it. It was like, you're just literally making their complexion darker. That's not that's not what you that's not what Samuel L. Jackson is. Samuel L. Jackson is a black man and they cast him for the role and they're like, Yeah, we think it's fine. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we think that's fine. And I'm gonna be like, I don't care. I, I like I like Samuel L. Jackson. Now, if they would have started ham fisting it in there and suddenly you make Steve Rogers a black man, I'd be like, Well, this is kind of confusing. Why are you doing this? This doesn't seem necessary. It seems like you're just grabbing a really popular character and changing him. Like, especially an iconic, like, foundational character who's rooted in time, right? He's rooted in New York and the war and, 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 and Germany and all of that. And that he's rooted in a time frame. Like, you're completely changing the character if you do that. I, I don't, you know, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's the same you can say as, like, Nick Fury, right? Other characters are probably more liquid in my mind. Like, if it's not tied to their backstory, then it probably doesn't matter. But I'm also going to say, wouldn't it be preferred... Like, I'm not going to fight you on Nick Fury, right? Wouldn't it be preferred for you to say, let's just create really interesting characters that are like this? Because aren't there plenty of them anyway? Like, I don't know. Like... That's why the Black Panther was such a popular movie because it was it was historic, but it was also like really great and really creative and really well done. Yeah, they changed the ancient one, yeah, to a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I I don't know if that's one that where you would say, "Oh, you're messing with the character." The ancient one's a great example. They changed him for all the wrong reasons. Well, I I guess I can't say that. I don't know enough about the Ancient One to know whether or not that was like a a weird or arbitrary change. There's been a lot of changes in the MCU. The preferred way isn't always possible until it's forced in the beginning. What do you mean? There are so many characters that they can draw on. MCU is not based on comics. The comics uh, have a white Black Panther at one point. Is that in the multiverse, though? Like when T'Challa ends up being Star-Lord? I don't care as long as the story is good. I think it's much more difficult with characters like Steve Rogers because they write him in history. They write him into something that is historical. To the same degree that like Wakanda is written into exist in Africa, right? You Once you ground elements in reality, I think it becomes more difficult to be like, oh, it's a white guy now, or oh, it, it's, a, it, it's a black guy now. Well, that doesn't work when they're more rooted in reality. When they're not rooted in reality as much, like Cable, or um, I, I don't know. You, you'd have to grab characters that are just less tied to real places and times and then it's probably easier to be like oh yeah we can change Nick Fury to a black guy and that's not a big deal 
it's not the same as changing Nick uh, Steve Rogers because it's like well you also have to consider there were other comic books and other arcs of like the first Captain America was black because they had to test the serum which historically speaking they would have done that to a black man first right and they they basically didn't they kind of weave that into Falcon and the Winter Soldier was that was that supposed to be a hat tip to the black Captain America comics if it's fantasy it's okay I think if the character is yes is more above reality and more fantasy derived I think it's easier I think it's easier to do that when they're more rooted in reality it's far more difficult it's like this doesn't make any this wouldn't make any sense in that time period for for Steve Rogers to he'd have to rewrite his entire character arc he'd have to be he'd have to be from maybe like Harlem instead of what Brooklyn and you'd have to you know what I'm saying you'd, you'd have to rewrite his entire story and at that point why not just create a different character The Marvel Ultimate Universe was just Marvel reimagining the origins of their main players so they had the scope to uh, to naturally diversify. I thought Black Panther was weak because of the villain. What? People liked Killmonger so much they wanted him to be the next Black Panther. You thought Black Panther was this. Why would such an intelligent nation use spears as weapons? Tell me you haven't watched the movie without telling me you haven't watched the movie. (laughs) Spears? They have the most technologically advanced weaponry in the MCU. Such that their defense mechanism holds back the army of Thanos for a pretty extended period of time. Have you even watched the movies? Or are you just bending over in the chat and talking right out of your rear? What are you talking about? They're, 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 they, doesn't the one tribe have vibranium, like, in their clothing and they, like, make shields with them or something? They use sticks with lasers? Okay. What's the problem with that? It creates a cool like juxtaposition of they're they are people of the land and yet they are so technologically advanced that they can take their more tribal culture and interweave it with technology and become an incredibly strong force for good. What on earth? It's <laughs> No, it is not. No. It's attempting to imagine what, like, indigenous African people would do with amazing technology. They would they would blend the tradition of their of their people and their history with the technology. There's nothing about that that is the R word at all. What are you even saying? They do use spears, but to make it sound like that's all they have is being disingenuous. Right. They are they are combining tradition with advanced technology. 
also realize they're hiding their tech from the world right that's another reason why it would be understated it would be like we're we're just like you know tribal persons with rhinos and crops and you know and spears and stuff and then if you cross us all of a sudden we have massive power that we don't want the world to know about because it would cause a lot of problems Spears has been a trope? What? Why? Why is that a trope? I have never heard that before. If they were running around with like militaristic laser guns that looked like alien weaponry, it wouldn't have it would it wouldn't have made any sense. Like they have a they have a history and a and a and a place in the world there and they 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 looked and dressed and had all those customs because that was that's part of Wakanda spear thrower is a term is a blank term by using advanced black nation with spears is blatantly oh golly No. No. See, you're making the mistake. You're making the mistake of saying because this term can be used in a bad way, well, then I guess we have to eradicate uh, the use of a spear from any movie or anything that takes part in that region of the world, which is dumb. thought it was insulting how they were shown as the most advanced people on earth is very insulting (laughs) i just uh they literally had ufos you think a stick that can shoot lasers is underdeveloped if people can use that term with 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 the word spear in a derogatory way well context is king so if somebody says that in an offensive way the context of their usage would determine it let me give you an example if a history teacher was teaching you about the history of that term and said here's a term with reference to spears that is very offensive no one would get upset why well because in context the teacher is just educating you on the word right just like today you put it in my chat no one would tell you that you're using it in an offensive way why because you're using it in a context where you're just explaining it to us right so Given that reality, like Wakand- Wakandans existing as 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 tribal indigenous persons in Africa using spears can be done in the context of there's nothing offensive about this at all. This is true to history. It's true to history, isn't it? That that persons in that region of the world would have fashioned and used spears 
That's not historically inaccurate. Because what they do is, is they weave the Wakandan history into the continent itself. Because they show when they when they acquired the power and why why they decided to, you know to create the custom of the Black Panther. So what they do is is they actually create a history. So it there's nothing offensive about it at all. It's historically accurate that indigenous persons on that continent would use spears. There's nothing about that that's mean or wrong. You're late to the party on that one. We dealt with Nick Fury already, right? Yeah, are there tribes over there today using spears? Are they the R word for continuing to use spears? Like, I don't understand. Spear was a very useful weapon. It provided plenty of reach and could be used defensively, too, if the user was well-trained. That's the danger is people using that term offensively doesn't mean if you... Like, if let's say you wanted to write a fictional story about you know, in, in like an African tribe in like the early 1900s or something. Well, we better not use spears. Why? That's accurate to the time period. Well, people might say it's offensive. What the frick? So you're going to completely eradicate that from the history of the continent and persons that live there because of a term? It's literally a ranged weapon that can also be used as a melee weapon. It's a spear that fires lasers. Right. Like I, I it's just it's it's a weird way to I don't know. Rare Barney, the evolution of guns on our planet started from spears. I guarantee no one will invent new weapon that looks like a spear. But Right, but you haven't made the argument as to why it's the R word. You haven't made the argument. You've simply said there's an offensive term, therefore using spears is the R word. No, that's a non sequitur. You have not established how their usage in the movie is the R word. You've merely drawn a very, very disconnected connection between a term and 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 an offensive phrase that in context can be used in an offensive way to, oh, well, they shouldn't have indigenous persons on the on the continent using spears it would make perfect sense with their discovery of vibranium and the history of weaponry in africa saying we're we're gonna we're gonna use them here we're gonna we're gonna inject these with uh with with our vibranium 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 power whatever Look up Prince Philip and you will see why all English associate it with that. I don't give a frick what they associate it with. You're talking about a movie. You haven't made an argument as to why the movie used it in a bad way. You you you've not done that. If if they would have okay, so if they would have made the movie and the Wakandans were like uneducated and it was a bunch of tropes about a bunch of stereotypical tropes about Africans, then you could say that. You could say that's offensive that you made these Wakandans all these tropes and all these stereotypes. But being like an indigenous tribalistic people group, the Wakandans, discovered this incredible power and they interwove it with their, like, their, their, their current weaponry, which would have been spears. See above the bayonet.
What, what, what are you trying to say? That the bayonet was developed to replicate the, the efficiency of the spear? On a, on a gun? Wheeze? The idea of combining a, a, a ranged weapon with a spear? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Wheezy saying we still use spears today. Yeah, that's what a bayonet it, it intends to replicate. The idea of a, a ranged weapon, a two-handed ranged weapon that you would stab with that can also shoot. Yes, exactly right. Valiant, Valiant here saying, using a dead royal as your argument. <laughs> right. I can't even. This isn't a rabbit hole. This is definitely a rat hole. Yeah, with respect, fairy man, I I, I just think that 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 is. I, I don't even. I don't know a single person that would make that argument and and get very far with it. I I, I got to tell you, it, it is. Uh, I, I it's. Yeah, that's that's a weak one. That's a weak one, my friend. They didn't dial in stereotypes and tropes. They didn't dial in things that were offensive. They used an upgraded version of a weapon that would be common to indigenous persons on that continent. There's nothing offensive about that at all. Why do you keep saying, oh, he's talking to Barney? No gun has no handles and a trigger. Why is that? I don't understand. Let's go back to the absurd but acceptable acceptable argument that Killmonger was a bad villain. And I'll have another. I I love how neither Mo Weez or myself uh, see how that can possibly be the R word, but Fairyman is taking offense. I don't. <laughs> just. The R word exists in the world, but not everything is the, is is the R word. To overuse the term takes away. That's what I mean. Like that's just so superficial to be like. See, this is what ends up happening: is you try to sniff out everything that might be considered like racially offensive and just get rid of it. Like there was people trying to get rid of um, the the slurs into Kill a Mockingbird. What the frick? What? No, no, you can't do that. That that book represents Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer, all of them represent a time period where people said those things. And it is important to remember it and look on it with horror. You should look and read with horror. Oh my gosh, this is awful. This is where this is what Peterson has been so genius about. He was like, you have to look at the atrocities of what other people have done and say, I could do that too. There's not they're not just these weird random exceptions in human history. This is a short while ago. This is a short time ago. Our grandparents lived through it and know about some of this crap. It's not that long ago. 
You chronological snobs think you've arrived and are, you're going to purify the world by getting rid of words in To Kill a Mockingbird or Spears in Black Panther. What the frick? You're, you're going so far to eradicate anything that's like, oh, it's unsettling. It reminds us of our past. It reminds us of our history. Oh, yeah, there are plenty of places you could go, Smashville. You show up on the shoreline, they're going to kill you. They don't know who you are. <laughs> they don't know who you are. They don't, they don't even wait. They won't ask you any questions. They'll just run you down. Sure. Let me get this straight. A gun, which is basically a stick that shoots, which the knife attached at the bottom is more advanced than a knife that shoots a disintegrating laser. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You can't say a blind run on the purple platform, but you can illegally stream TV shows. <laughs> uh. Fairman's aren't I- uh, Fairman's ideas aren't a huge leap if you think spears are low tech. Why would a high tech civilization still use them? It's very simple. It's very simple. You, if you think about when they discovered vibronium. Vibranium? Vibranium. When they discovered Vibranium, they would have experimented on integrating it with their current weaponry, which would have very likely had been spears. Spears, shields, maybe bows and arrows, right? Because they weave the history of Wakanda into the continent itself. Like, if you watch the beginning, they're indigenous, they're tribal, they're not advanced, and they make this discovery, and it leads to the Black Panther mythology, it leads to the discovery of insane weaponry, advanced medicinal uh, abilities, and, and, and other technologies, right? Of flight, and creating defensive barriers, hiding, uh, yeah, vibronium, yeah, bro, vibranium. So, it, it stands to reason that they maintain their sort of indigenous tribal customs and it all gets integrated with the vibranium. It, it makes perfectly good sense. They wouldn't be, like, look at, the, look at the way Wakanda is portrayed. They have customs. They have a, a group of elders that meet and discuss and they they all get on these this hillside and they chant and they they act they act in a way that seems foreign to us this is so bizarre these customs and they all have different clothing that they wear and the one guy's got like his lip all stretched out with a plate in it right they're giving you this view of like they have maintained their more tribalistic, more traditional, like, culture. They've maintained it, and yet they've they've integrated it with this insane power and technology. They've not forgotten who they are, which is, a te- like, this is, this is getting pretty deep, but I think what you're supposed to take away from it is part of the strength and the resilience of the Wakandans is they don't forget their, who they are. They don't abandon tradition, which I think would, I'm not going to speak for Africans here, but I think not abandoning who you are, not abandoning your people or your traditions is very important. 
so they they take their tradition and they integrate it with the technology which makes them more powerful because their traditions and their customs and their beliefs combined with the technology makes for a stronger force than just becoming some militaristic power with guns and tanks and stuff um when Killmonger planned to send Wakandan weapons all around the world, the Sonic Spear was one of the designs he planned to send, personally admiring it and commenting on its destructive potential. Several soldiers wielding Sonic Spears during Battle of Mount uh, Bashenga. Shuri herself picked up a Sonic Spear after her vibranium gauntlets were damaged by Killmonger and she took down several opponents with it. During the Battle of Wakanda, the Wakanda Royal Guard used Sonic Spears to shoot at the Outriders at some of the creatures managed to break through the protective dome. Um, yeah, and Okoye and all her people use them. Like, all of, like, her, her, her group that she's got with her. Being made from my vibranium, sonic spears are incredibly durable, able to absorb kinetic energy. Fearman acts like just because certain parts of the world advances doesn't mean some cultures want to and keep it to the old ways. I think that's what's that's it that's very, very intentional. I think that's super intentional. That Wakanda is supposed to be a a tribute and an honor to to not just not just not just black persons but to africa itself like it's not it's meant to be like a they kept true to themselves vibranium didn't change who they were it didn't it didn't change their customs it didn't change their way of life it enhanced it and i think that's why it's absurd like well the spears oh gosh that's just so that's a trope and that's regressive what do you no They've already said that Umbaku is going to be the next Black Panther, which I'm very happy about because I think Winston Duke is fantastic. No one's gone spear hunting or fishing in America. It's incredibly popular, right? Like, I don't know. Even then, they wouldn't have been using modern rifles. They would still be lasers. Yeah, they would look like alien weaponry. Let's honor African cultures, but completely ignore those cultures and use the Western idea of advanced technology. Perfect. Yeah. They won freedom with the AK-47. Well, Jaggy, I understand that, but again, it's it makes perfectly good sense. Like think of it this way. Okay, think of it this way. If you looked at the traditional weaponry of Native Americans, right? usually traditionally represented by bows and arrows and tomahawks, okay? Like axes, tomahawks, and bows and arrows. If you made a fictional story about Native Americans discovering technology that they could integrate with their weaponry, it wouldn't be weird if in like, in the future, in 2022, they'd be running around with like, crazy super advanced bows and arrows and tomahawks. Why? Because it implanted the technology on their customs. It didn't change it. Like, it just makes sense. It's like, well, yeah, 
That, that, that makes sense. They were running around with those weapons, and all of a sudden they have this massive, amazing technology, and now they've got these crazy advanced bows and arrows and tomahawks. There'd be nothing weird about that or offensive. You'd be like, no, that makes sense. Historically accurate, and then seems to create a believable trajectory about what that would even look like. You know, you bring that technology into the future, and you you integrate it with the the technology of the day. You know, the bow and arrow and the and the hatchet. Isn't there a laser bow or a crossbow in sci-fi history? Yeah, but for sure. You know, this has been a this has been a bizarre stream and a bizarre <laughs> and a bizarre conversation. Uh, it really has. It really, really, truly has. Oh, brother. Um, Hang on, I gotta, I gotta get you guys ready. I gotta get this premiere ready for you guys. Uh, Creatures got it set up, but I gotta get you the hyperlink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chewbacca's using a crossbow. Yeah, which is traditionally a medieval weapon. Mm. <laughs> Wheezy, chill, bro. I will spit out my water. Yeah. <laughs> When the Africans got the technology, why did that not become like? <laughs> oh, settle down, settle down, Barney. Oh, that was good. That was very well done. Thor's Thor's Stormbreaker is clearly regressing back to like images of Paul Bunyan and early Western, you know, you know, civilization and lumberjacks. Like it's really surprising that they had Thor wielding Stormbreaker. You know, I find it to be offensive. Just put him in a flannel while you're at it. No advanced nation would use spears. When you find one, I'll take back what I said. It's a fictional world where they have they have spears that can literally destroy alien technology and take down aliens invading Earth. Like, listen, we'll have a contest. When you find an advanced, you know, civilization that protects us from aliens, we'll we'll see which weapons they use you know and we'll see who ends up being right like we're talking you're you're talking just total ridiculous <laughs> yeah talking crazy bro all right listen listen the stuff going on over on the purple platform with pokimane and bands has been super interesting i have something incredibly interesting to shed light on the profitability of twitch and it comes from an ex-employee talking about whether or not big streamers actually make the platform any money you're gonna want to check out this premiere all right it's premiering in like one minute there's something like 200 odd people here do me a favor okay yeah hawkeye uses a bow and arrow checkmate um and why does this bow and arrow work? Because it's been infused with really, really advanced technology. Ding, 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 ding. Anyway, 
Uh, click the link in chat. Click the link pinned at the top of the chat. There's over 200 people here right now. This other channel of ours, it's on its way up. 47,000 subs. I want to see 50,000 over there very, very soon. And it's very, very helpful when you guys click the link and go to these premieres at 3 p.m. Eastern every day. We'll have more great conversations over here tomorrow. So smash like on your way out and head over to the premiere. Streamers are asking for more money from Twitch. They're not going to get it. And I'm going to tell you why. Go check it out.